Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's been clicked. Click the button. I shant. I shant. What? Why do you say stuff like that? I shant. It just sounds weird. Red Nose Day. The clip. Did you watch it? No. Oh. Well, we'll play it. <laughs> uh, there's a the part where Rick... <laughs> Or Andrew Lincoln says Just something about shant. All right, all right, we're gonna watch it. It's look, good. I'm wearing a red nose shirt. <laughs> oh, look at that. Fucking Walgreens. Never even heard of Red Nose Day until like two days ago. I do the March of Dimes. I, I do, do that, that every year. We do that a lot. All right. Here's hey, what's intro. up, guys? This is Lincoln A. Castellanos. I play Tobias on AMC's Fear the Walking Dead, and you're listening to the XD Experience. I need a bottle opener, bottle opener, bottle hey, opener, bottle opener. Temple, I've been drinking for like hours. So. I've been and I'm telling you to tune in to the XD now. Experience no, I just, because it will uh, change so your life. I thought you it was crazy me? in love. No, she has a song, Drunk in Love. Oh, no. But I've been drinking since you earlier. Since I got back from the uh, reservoir. We have before us the you opportunity. Are, to you ever been up, up there? For oh, it's cool up there. I like it up there. A new world the big order. ass fucking reservoir sits on top of Newark. You can look over and see everything. All it's the highest point in Newark. One small step for man. One giant one leap for man. Let's get your hair clip this time. I do. Truth is, I am Iron Man. You know, none of the problems in Marvel Universe would it wouldn't exist if Iron Man just kept his fucking nose clean. It all stems from him, everything. So maybe Cap should just kill him. Maybe Cap should just kill Iron Man. I'm just saying. Saying. If, it, if, if he didn't exist, none of these problems would have happened. Ultron never would have been created. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Cap wouldn't be Hydra. Shut your mouth. <laughs> did you see? Did you like my cat outfit? Did you see my? Uh, did you like my cap outfit? Yeah, I got. I pulled out my Hydra <laughs> sticker and put it on my uh, backpack. I carry to work so that way when everybody can see it, they can see the. Hi- Hi- if Cap's Hydra, I'm I'm fucking Hydra at this point. Yeah, look, I can't go against Cap. I know, I love Cap. I, if he's Hydra, I'm High Hydra. But I have a theory on on that on the whole spiel. On so why they need did to it. walk around saying Hail Hydra? I do. <laughs> Ask the girls. I every every time me. I see them, I'm like, Hail Hydra. And they're like, Hail Hydra. <laughs> Especially now. Now the cap's Hydra. Um, okay. What's up, everybody? What up, yo, yo? I'm Agent M. I'm Inspector Gigi. This is episode 72. 72. 72. What rhymes with two? 72. You got the flu. Yeah, there we go. You got the flu. It's kind of corny, but. You got the fever. You got a the fever. The fever for. Cow- XD experience. More cowbell. <laughs> I got a fever. More cowbell. I love him. Who? Christopher Walken? Yeah. Do your best, Christopher Walken. I can't impression. do any impressions. You ask me this every time. I suck. I really try, too. Do your best impression of you. Of me? Yeah. Do your best impression of you. What do you think you sound like in your head? Oh my God, Becky! Why is this over there? Why is that over there? Oh my God! You need to calm down. You need to calm down. You need to breathe. You need to breathe. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! <gasps> Beer. So you're like Dory. Yeah, basically. Squirrel. 
Yes, we are drinking today. Sea monkey today. stole my money. Sea monkey. Yes, I am a natural blue. <laughs> we have. <laughs> well, I want to. I just want to go out and say thank everybody. Uh, it's Memorial Day. Thank you, all the veterans that served in yes, our military. I pledge allegiance to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag and the hag, Merle Haggard. Um, you don't know that song, so. But uh, I want to thank all the veterans out there Wars for their service. Wars are fought with weapons, but. I can't remember the rest One of it. One by men. One by men. There you go. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Captain America 1. Cool. Uh, which is a great line, by the way. But, yeah, I want to thank everybody out there who served in our military or as family members who served in our military. You know, this is a lot of people get Memorial Day confused. I think it's all about barbecues and hot dogs I and know. a day off of work. And really, it's about fallen soldiers. Today. You did? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I had off. And I got paid for it. So. Lucky you. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, it, it's about um, the fallen you know, that have died and, and, and gave us what we have here. I mean, I know a lot of times we bitch and complain about how we're, you know, we're being walked upon and all those things. But, you know, without uh, people or without servicemen and women, uh, we wouldn't be able to even do this podcast. So I appreciate everything you guys do for us. And we are drinking beer in your guys' honors. We have Yingling, traditional lager. Wow. And we have Victory's Summer, Summer Love, which is one of my favorites. So Especially th- th- this time of year. I really dig this summer. Have, yeah, you, have, you, have you had it yet? It. Yeah. Because I'm talking about it. the beer. Okay. Summer love. You have to sing Grease. No, I don't. You need a hickey from Kanicki. No, I don't. It's like a Hallmark card. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Um, yes, but uh, we, we ate dinner a little while ago. I've, well, been, Mike, I've been drinking since uh, I, I was on, on, on the day, by the way. Uh, I told Irene, I've probably seen that movie more than any, any other movie in existence. Yeah. Back well, to the yeah, Future 1. Yeah. I've seen that movie at least 200 <laughs> times. Whenever it's on, I just... Was on today. And I'm glued. All three of them are on again today. I love the third one. People hate on the third one. I love the western. The third one was good. Uh, actually, a lot of people hate on the second one and like the first and the third one the best. Most people like the third one out of all, all of them. I talk to a lot of people and a lot really? of them say they like the third one more than, than the first, first two. Especially, a lot of people didn't like two. Well, two was a little bit. I like two. I like two, too. I like them all, honestly, so it don't matter. 1.21 gigawatts. What's a gigawatt? All right, I'm going to take a drink of beer. So silence, Becky needs to talk. Gidget needs to talk. I am here for you. We're going to blow your mind tonight with some awesome speeches that are going to change your fucking life. Well, you know, and the funny, well, we're going to get into speeches in a little bit. we got some trailers to play, a voicemail to, tri- to play. Um, a voicemail to trick? Yeah, I've been drinking, all right? So. I've been drinking. you got, you got to get that I've been Beyonce drink, sound drink, clip. Drinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, we got... Uh, those things we're going to be talking about our topic, which, like you said earlier, is going to be speeches. A lot of cool speeches. I've I've actually been a fan of speeches yeah, for, so for a very I long time. I've listened to them all for hours. I have. I've literally yeah. gone down the YouTube speech rabbit hole and listened to speeches because I think I think speeches like real speeches, but sometimes there's movie speeches that are really good too. But legitimate speeches uh, really. Uh, I I just love listening to I them. I know, so do I. I Especially love when them. they're important and have something not, not just some random guy up on a soapbox saying, <laughs> you know, we should all wear boxer briefs. You know, that speech I wouldn't give a shit about. What the hell? What kind of speech is that? Some guy who really believes in boxer briefs. I don't know. I'm sure it happens. But yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing. Um, I got a burp. Uh, go like us all over the place: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, our website, xdexperience.com. Go over and check that out. Click like and share it. Please, 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 please. please. Leave us an iTunes review. We love you. And if you want to call us, leave us a voicemail at 1-802-483-3682. And you can even Skype in while we're um, doing this. 
You could. Uh, I thought about it <laughs> before you got here about uh, Facebook Live, and I was like, you know what? I don't think we should do one this week. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, Nobody's no gonna really going to watch. So we'll we'll look. We'll, we'll, we'll do have Facebook. something spectacular next week. Spectacular. Yeah, we'll look for that next week. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Gonna throw potatoes at each other. Can we throw mashed potatoes at each other? <gasps> That'd be funny. Yes. Because then I'd be eating them. Can we do that? I don't know. If somebody wants to waste mashed potatoes. I'll make them. <laughs> okay. The instant. <laughs> uh, just a little uh, FYI. <laughs> I, I know a, a lot of people who know us uh, personally were like, wh- this past week, we're like, what? Uh, our father had triple bypass yes. surgery, so we posted some stuff up after the fact. But he's doing great. Yeah. He came home uh, yesterday. No. No, day before Saturday. yesterday. I Saturday. I keep thinking today is Sunday. I know. So do I. I keep getting all fucked but up. But he came home Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, he's all acclimated at home, it sounds like. And Yeah, he's happy to be at home. Um, he's moving. Ar- he said he wanted to move around a lot more today. Yeah. Um, I told him not to push himself. Like, I told him I was coming over here, and he's like, well, should I cook dinner? I'm like, no. No. There's a can of bean and bacon soup for you. Go yeah. heat it up, and that's it. Is he walking <laughs> around more? Yeah, he's trying to. Yeah, I know the, the other day when I was at, at him, with, when I was with him at the, at the hospital, he... Uh, he had to get up and walked around, but then he couldn't catch yeah, his he breath. Catch his so. breath. It's starting to get better. That's good. Like I told him, I said it's one day at a time. You yeah. know, t- tomorrow will be better than today, yeah. and and so on and so forth. I think so. after another week, he'll feel. Yeah, that's what I told him. I said in a, in a couple of weeks, you're gonna feel a lot better. You're gonna feel like you can do more than you should. I was like, but you need to sit on your ass, like seriously, yeah. rest yeah. because when they crack your chest o- open like that, it's it's Basically no joke. Basically, what they said is they they wire. Your chest back together, and then the bone has to heal. Yeah, and the fact they so he can't like lift a yeah. lot. Yeah, because his muscles have yeah. been cut in half, yeah. and they have to like regrow. They have to you know go back yeah, and, and fuse, fuse back again. together. So yeah, uh, that's kind of. I know we haven't said anything, but you know people out there see it, so it's, might as well throw it out there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. You want to do our Facebook run through? Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. <laughs> How do you like the summer love beer? It's delicious. It is good. It's one of my favorites, especially this time of year. Like, I was out in the pool today. Were you really? Yeah, I was out, clean, finished cleaning. Well, I'm not done cleaning it out yet, but it's getting there. You can you can swim in it. <laughs> I just got to vacuum the rest of it. So I'll be swimming with leaves and No, no, there's no leaves. No, no, that shit's all frogs. out of No, that's all out of there. You know what I wish I had a superpower of? You know how people say they have a frog in their throat? I wish I could cough up frogs. Frogs? Frogs. Frogs. Don't you? No, I don't. That would be gross. Why would you want to (laughs) cough up frogs? Because I love frogs. I'd rather cough up beer so that way I can be like, beer time. No. Frogs are a better, like, party trick. No. Like, shut your face. Frog in your face. No, I'd rather (laughs) cough up beer. (laughs) Think about it. No. You wouldn't have to bring, you wouldn't have to, like, pay for beer anymore. You could just be drunk all the time. I'd still want to cough up frogs. That's that's disgusting. That's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> all right, you ready to run through our Facebook feed? Um, sure. Um, a UFO, a video captures strange objects near Ohio military base. It's pretty cool. If you get a chance, check out that, that, that video. And it was cited by Fox News, so, yep. you know, be a little... Did you like this picture of Justin Timberlake that I posted? Yeah, at first I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, look, he's eating <laughs> like noodles off his head. That's fucked he up. He has ramen noodle hair. It does look like that, doesn't it? Uh, uh, there's a cool video out there of this kid. Um, he's like literally crying because the environment is being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you should watch it. Did you watch it? No. I, You know, I have problems with this. Like, I, have, I had a problem with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio coming up talking about his speech and then yet got on a jet. And flew from one uh, from one award show to another. He flew on his private jet. 
You know how much fucking carbon footprint that that, that, that takes? A lot of people out there hypocritical. Don't like it. Uh, I really need this uh, thing to dr- drink in public. You know, I can this make baby. that simply. All, all it is is a hydration bladder pack with uh, inside of a baby doll. I mean, you can literally, I can make, make this right really? now with the shit I have in my house. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just a uh, hydration bladder. You take the back out of the, you know, the babies that open up and they put shit in there, like uh, usually like a battery Let's pack. Let's make one. It's yeah, simple. And then you just drill a little hole in its head and put the little nipple in there. And <laughs> Seriously, I can make this thing in less than five minutes. Okay. Well, I need one, so... That was funny as fuck. Yeah. Uh, never look at Jurassic Park the same way again. You need to watch... You need to look at that. It's hilarious. Yeah. Did you read this? No. All right. So this is going to talk about Cap for a second. So Cap apparently came out this week that he is Hydra last week. He's Chris been Hydra... Evans is vi- disappointed. Is he? Mm-hmm. He just said, say it ain't so. That was all he said. That means he's disappointed. No. Come on. Uh, I don't think so because this is, gives him an opportunity. If if they do do this high Hydra thing in the movie, this gives him an opportunity to play a totally different character, but be the same character. Now it could be the e- evil side of Cap Captain America. I kind of dig it. I think it actually could play well. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so let me just talk about. It. I think honestly, and I, I there's a lot of people out there who said this. Marvel did this just to take some uh, limelight off of DC, who did their uh, Rebirth launch the same day, or yeah, basically oh, the really? same day. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, like. Wednesday is comic. The new comics come out. Wednesday was when DC's Rebirth came out, which they rebooted the entire u- universe again. They did How this many w- times are we going to reboot this shit? They all do it. It's just resets. It's just a, a way for them to reset everything and start new storylines. They all do them. Um, and that's what Flash just did on the finale of uh, the show. They Flashpoint paradoxed it. And now we got... I don't know what we're going to have. going. I mean, Arrow may, 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 may not exist. He flashpointed everything, so I don't know who's. You don't know what's going to ha- happen next year on the DC shows with Barry erasing time. So we'll see. But uh, Cap comes out, says he's Hydra. I think it's just a way for Marvel to say, "Suck it, DC. Uh, I'm taking all the limelight away from you guys." Yeah, again. you make him part of Hydra. Everyone's like, "What? No one cares about DC Rebirth." Well, there's a lot of people out there that do believe it or not, but um, a lot of people are diehard DC fans. Uh, you know, honestly, DC has better villains. What it, DC has better okay a lot of people like Marvel because of the movies a lot of them never read a fucking Marvel comic book to save their life they just like the movies yeah. so they don't really live in that world they just live in a shell of a world I guess you could mm-hmm. say you know what I mean like I've read Marvel and DC for a long time so like when these things happen I see why that they do it I understand it you know what I mean like I understand that everybody, Marvel and DC have taken pot shots at, at each other for years. This isn't anything new. Yeah. This isn't anything. It's like but, Coke and Pepsi. But they really <laughs> could use this Hydra thing because, like, there was comics like Nomad and uh, um, what was the other USA Agent, where it was basically like uh, Cap and other people that were spies and stuff like that. So th- they, this has existed in this world. They really could do some things like that. And now in Civil War, with Cap going off and going on his own, <laughs> makes. The shield. It makes perfect sense for that kind of stuff. So uh, I don't know. Uh, one thing I will say about Civil War is we never do know how. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but we never know. There's a, a pivotal turning point in the movie that yes. we never know how <coughs> Cap knew a certain situation. Yes. They never explain it, and I've looked it up many times. I've watched Civil War three times, cannot figure it out. So either A, it's a huge plot hole, or B, maybe they're setting it up for this. Maybe. I kind of hope that, that they do. I would love to see that. I would love to see an evil Cap in the movies. I would love to see that. Like, 
Okay, never mind. Him be Hydra. I would love to see that. I, that would be such a twist and a turn and something that nobody saw coming. I think it would be perfect. I'm Team Cap no matter what. So am I. So, so if he's Hydra, like, I'm Hydra. <gasps> I'm Hydra I then. I've already been going like, around telling everybody. outfit? All Cap. Yeah. I got that at JCPenney's. I got, I, got, I got Captain America belt buckles, hats, shirts. Yeah, I got socks. Many everything. toys sitting around here of Captain <laughs> America. Uh, but if he's Hydra, guess what? Hell Hydra. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, there was this, this goofy meme I posted with, uh, with uh, Falcon and uh, Cap, and it says, Hey, Cap, eat a Snickers. And Cap says, Why? And he says, Falcon says, You think you're Hydra when you get hungry. <laughs> and then they all both say, Better better because he ate the snickers bar you get it yeah i got it and this is a perfect opportunity now for falcon to be cap in the movies like they did in the comics i think they're totally setting it up for for that miles morales is actually getting his own animated spider-man movie cannot wait for that i think that's gonna be awesome i love that storyline so i think that's good stuff (laughs) what did you see the picture of the beard yeah the american flag (laughs) yeah you know um i kind of feel bad for that guy (laughs) yeah i don't even know how else to explain that Red, white, and blue, <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, if you guys haven't checked out this Untold Tales of Bigfoot, they got a Kickstarter going on. Go check it out. It's actually pretty damn cool. I've, I found them. Um, it's it's actually a comic book series that's really damn good. So go go check it out. It's called the uh, Untold Tales of Bigfoot. They got a kick Kickstarter going. So if you guys want to kick up some money for him, Groot ahead. looks absolutely adorable. He always did. I don't I know, know, but I, uh, at the end when he's dancing. Like that's baby Groot, yeah. Baby Groot. Uh, apparently, he is in the f- one of the first images of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So. He better be. Tom Cavanaugh will be back for Flash Season 3. I love him. I'm so glad that he's finally getting, like... Well, you know, it's funny. Now he can actually be the original Wells again with the Flashpoint shit that Barry did last wow. week. So I don't know how that's all going to play out. So we'll see. Did you like this picture? It says, simmer down, Shane. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one with his middle finger up. And everybody's <laughs> like, what? It's got Sa- uh, Sasha, Eugene, uh, Gabriel, and Abraham. And then yeah. John Bernthal. He's dead, but, you know. He's still there. We met him. Yeah, he's a dick. got to make money. He's a dick. He wasn't. Th- he was hot, okay? He touched me, he's and I was like loins on fire. Whatever. Um, Brian Singer <laughs> wants to bring all the original X-Men cast back for one more film. That I, would be fucking that would be awesome. awesome. That would be awesome. As long as it's good, I'm, I'm down with like it. Like, one of the reasons why I like this, uh, the sequel, what is it, uh, X-Men? The, the second one. Yeah, the second uh. one. I forget the name. <laughs> but um, that one I love because they brought back characters. But yeah, and even even in the new the newest, uh, well, not Apocalypse, but the one before that was uh, Days, not Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past is the second one that I liked. First Class. Okay, Days one. of Future Past when they brought yeah they brought yeah, people back. Yeah, because Wolverine went back in time. Yeah, and then and you then had like Cyclops yeah. and um, what's his face? Uh, Gene. Gene and Iceman and yeah. all those people. Mm-hmm. So that was cool seeing Storm. them come back. Storm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down with it if they want to do. As long as it's good. If it's yeah. shitty, I, don't I think it'll see be good. It. I hope so. I did see X Men Apocalypse. Pretty fucking good. I'll wait for you to talk about it till, till you okay. get a chance to see it. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Okay. I think it was better than a lot a lot of pe- people thought. A lot, a lot. Tom Hiddleston and talks to be the new James Bond. Love it. I don't love watch it. James Bond, but I'll probably watch this one. It, I'm telling you, he <laughs> would he would he would be great. <coughs> I love, love Tom it. Hiddleston. He's I so watched, respectful and like. I watched the Avengers the other night where he was in it as Loki again. I think he it's was he was the missing part. In all Ultron. Yes. Probably. He was definitely fun to watch. Even yeah. when I was watching it the other night, I was like, man, he is like good. he has some of the memorable scenes, like when Hulk takes him and <laughs> around the room, you know, puny god. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I like that movie. So I'm definitely down with him being uh, 
being uh, James Bond. Uh, I think it's a damn good choice. So I we'll still see. think Idis Alba. Yeah, but the, it'll have never happen. The directors and producers have said there'll never be a black James and James Bond. So That's call ridiculous. racist, call whatever you want. They have announced you will never see a black James James Bond. Well, we need to create a new character. We did. Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. White. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe they can make a black Jason Bourne. <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> um, CDC first U.S. case of infection resistant to antibiotics. Yeah, this we has got been this going on for a long time. We got yeah, we got this weird stuff. shit, this weird disease that's been going Zika? around. Uh, is this one? The I Zika? don't know. That's what I'm asking. Uh, let me take a look. Because let me uh, take a look. Let me take a look. Take a take a take a take a take a. Because there's been a lot of shit going around <laughs> the past couple of weeks about some of these. Um, these diseases that are going around. I mean, people like I like when I clean, like I cleaned the uh, part of our house the other day, and people don't ever go in this house. I mean, in this part, and I put on masks and goggles, and Dad was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm not going to get the black plague." Yeah. Like people have died from the black plague very Still, recently. Yeah, especially in New York, which <laughs> isn't very far away. Like I'm not catching the black plague. Um, here, here's what it says: the head of the CDC announced the first case of the superbug in the United States. This isn't. Zika or anything like that. The first superbug in the United States that cannot be killed by any existing antibiotic. He urged the scientists to quickly develop new drugs. Uh, he said that he had learned just a few hours earlier the Department of Defense released information about a woman with no travel outside the U.S. who is first documented human case of having a urinary tract infection or infection with organism resistant to a- every antibiotics. The medicine cabinet is empty for, for these patients, he said. In the end, the road for antibiotics is useless unless we act urgently. The antibiotic-resistance bacteria have already been identified in other infectious outside the U.S. That's what I said. Doctors saw a case in the United Kingdom in 2008, and cases have been identified in Italy and China. So it's definitely it's a new superbug that's going around. So uh, just watch you your hands, You ever watch people. that movie, Contagion? I actually like it. I liked that movie, too. I, it yeah. showed exactly how it happened. Yeah. I, One I, little slight, you know, mistake can lead to catastrophe. It can. It definitely can. And I actually dug that movie. I know there's people out there who, who did not like it. I that. liked it. I did, too. Uh, who was in that? I'm trying to think. It was um, um, Matt, Matt Damon, Damon um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. It had a bunch of people There was in another it. guy in it. The guy walked around in the mask all the time. I can't think of who he was, though. <coughs> Fuck. I want to say it might have been uh, Fastbender, one of the, not Fastbender. What's the, that other guy's name? Fuck. Are you looking John it up? John Ham. Maybe w- was it John? Uh, ha- I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking. Look I'm looking. Up. I'm looking. I'm looking. Because I can't remember exactly. Uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. That's who. Kate it was. Winslet. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. So it had a lot of people. I liked that movie. I think I actually rented it on um, on demand when it first came out. Did you? Yes, I did, sir. 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 Oh, it had Brian Cranston. Did it really? Yeah. I don't remember him in it. I wonder who, I wonder who, who he was in there. I can't. Haggerty. All right. So ne- next up we got. Uh, I think that was the one that Gwyneth Paltrow was having the affair with. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. We know. It. Um, <laughs> ne- next up is this Red Nose Day thing that uh, The Walking Dead did. You have not seen this? No, I have not. I posted it and I haven't seen it. It was actually kind of funny. I watched it a couple times. All right. All right. Let's watch it. Here, here Hopefully I chuckle. You're a milkshake, I got <laughs> Yoda. This guy's an idiot. This is, I got the extra BGAs, right? Yeah, sure. Cool. Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Get the hell out. Get out. Ow. Ow. Listen to Rick. Because he talks in his oh, normal voice. But 
little stuff. Oh, I mean, it's just so much blood and gore and horror. There's more than that, though. It's the suspense and the drama and the horror. Yeah, I said horror. I mean, don't you just wish you could do something lighter? Well, I don't know. I mean, it'd be kind of amazing, freeing to do something completely different. Hmm. Something that would bring sweetness and light into the world. Yeah, yeah. Something like... The Walking Dead Red Nose Day Special. Starring Andrew Lincoln as Sheriff Rick Grimes. <laughs> this is the corny Norman Reedus as Daryl Dixon. And Merle's Hand as Merle's, Merle's Hand. And featuring Sonequa Martin-Green and the high-impact, low-key, like charitable, yeah, boogie-down dancers. You know Introducing Daryl's yeah. family. Jeff Goldblum as Professor Reginald Dixon. I fucking love <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Nicole Brown as Auntie Izzy Dixon. And Zebutar, the unconquerable Dixon. With Stephen Young as Glenn. With his partner, Edmund Roddington III. <laughs> Josh McDermott as Eugene Porter. Christian Serratos as Rosita Espinosa. With special guest stars, Dax Shepard as Han Solo. And Chris Hardwick as Han Solo. With music by Coldplay. Aww. David Morrissey. <laughs> And a 16-minute drum solo by Melissa McBride. What the fuck? With Ross Marquand as Columbo Jack Nicholson. You ever hear his impressions? And yeah. an animated Walking Dead story from Robot Chicken. Still in progress. <laughs> Tonight on the Walking Dead Red Nose Day special. No. We ain't doing that. No. Alas, we shan't. <laughs> Why you say stuff like that? <laughs> Alas, we shan't. You know you got something on your... Mm -hmm. No, wait, wait, wait. Just hold on, hold on. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Happy Red Nose Day, everyone. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny. I fucking love Scud. I, those two together. I hope that a after The Walking Dead, they're able to do something together. <laughs> I can't deal with Rick's real voice. <laughs> we shan't. <laughs> the way he said horror. Horror. <laughs> That's how they say it over there. I know. The it's horror. just so funny. That's how it's actually spelled, though. When you look at it, it's horror, not yeah. horror, like yeah. the way we say it. Um, all right. Where uh, are we Barack I, I, Obama re will reveal alien and UF details held by the U.S. before he leaves office. We've heard this before from I the president. I hope so, though. I really, really fucking hope so. <clears throat> Did you see the Hydra thing? Wait, did you watch yes. that? I watched it a hundred times because it's, it's Homer. And he's got the team cap shirt on, and he realizes he's Hydra, and he comes back out with the Tony Stark <laughs> shirt on. Like, oh, I'm going to see oh, it. Shit. I don't know. I just thought it was funny when I saw it. Uh, Norman Reedus said that The Walking Dead's return will blow our fucking minds. It better. It better. Honestly, it, it, it better. But after watching that little clip, I'm ready for The Walking yeah. Dead already. we got right. a long time to wait, though. Yeah, so. we got, uh, what month is this? Five? So almost yeah. six. We have four more months. Uh-huh. We shan't wait any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking much. Uh, Neil Arms Armstrong was the first alien to land on the moon. 
Neil A. Backwards First person to land on the moon, not alien to land oh, on the moon. <laughs> alien. I was looking at the cute You know, alien. it's funny. When you posted that, I had another pic picture, the same thing that I found the night before you posted that, that said the exact same thing, just spelled it a little differently. And I was like, huh. Really? And then the next day, you post that, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a different picture. You can I tell know. our brains work the same here, people. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was funny, actually. Uh, meet the men fighting for the right to live as... That's weird. That is weird. I'm saying, okay, if you no. want equality. No, there's no equality in that. That's a whole different fucking thing. There isn't equality in that. No, I'm sorry. There is not equal. You cannot win this argument. There's no equality in a person wanting to think that they're a dog. There is no equality in that. I'm sorry. You're a, you are whacked out of your brain and you need mental help immediately. There's a, a person who is a transgender who's actually turning themselves into a reptile. Whatever. With plastic surgery. I'm saying we have to draw the line. Are we going to have uh, signs on the bathroom for dogs, reptiles, women, men, you know, microphones? Here's how you, he, here's how you Just fix it. Just make an all-purpose bathroom. No, no. Penis, no penis. Done. End of discussion. So if someone's fully converted to a female. Still got a pe penis? No, use no, still bathroom. doesn't have a penis. Doesn't have a penis? Use use the female. I agree with that because I think some people are going to take that. That's the issue. It has to do with penis or no, no or vagina. That's that's what it all boils yeah. down to. Like in, uh, from what I see, I mean, that's what it all boils down to. There's already been people arrested who were trying to make a funny, and you know. And then the, and then there's guys who just put on a wig and go into in the, yeah. the women's bathroom and say, "Why?" Well, I, I and then they're peeking on. They get caught spying on little yeah. kids and women and shit, and they're like, "Why?" Well, I identify with females. Yeah, but you don't come the fuck on. Yeah. Penis, no penis. End of discussion. All right. Tired so, of people wondering so what Caitlin, bathroom to fucking use. Penis. Penis. Men's, men's. bathroom. <laughs> I, that's just the way it is. I'm I sorry. know. I know. I, I Wesley Snipes wants, wants to do another Blade movie. Yes. I'll take it. If I hold on, oh. here's the thing. If they're gonna do, if they're gonna reboot Blade, Michael B. Jordan, I would love to see yes. the Blade. If they're gonna continue the story, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. But having said that. No more than one more movie. Yeah. I don't want to see another two or three movies with Wesley Snipes' Blade. Don't want to see it. One more movie if he wants to tie up the thing. I'm cool with that as long as it has Chris Christopherson and Norman Reedus in some weird way. would be kind of cool. But if they're going to reboot a series and do like a Netflix thing or, or something. Yeah. Or start a new trilogy. I want a new person. I would love to see Michael B. Jordan, but even as a young blade and figure out how he got to where he did. Yeah, I think but would be really if cool. if that it depends on which way that they're going to go with it. So I'm definitely I, I'm down with more Blade movies. Me too. I freaking but love it. I don't want to see Wesley Snipes be Blade for another ten. Like years. a lot of people didn't like Blade Trinity. I, I liked mind it. it. I didn't mind. Ryan it. Reynolds was fucking hysterical. And Justin it had uh, was hot. It had uh, Mick Rory from Legends of Tomorrow, Flash and yeah. Arrow, and it has and uh, Dracula, Dracula, which yeah. I thought was cool. So I mean, so, yeah, I, it's one of those things. I loved it. I remember we seen it at movie theaters together. Uh, yeah, I I dug it. So I don't know why people. Um, and Fear the Walking Dead, I heard, still sucks, and that's all to report yeah, on I'm, Facebook. I have no clue. I do not watch. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Fear people, if, if you're out there, can you tell me if it if it's got better or whatnot? I could care less. I don't even want people to tell me because I've give, given up on that show. And there's already a season three. So, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it could be good. They could they could pull pull the plug on that still. We'll see. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't really care about The Walking Dead or Fear the Walking oh, Dead. Oh, shit. Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, shit. I care about The Walking Dead. Oh, shit. You better care about Scud. He'll always be Scud to me. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah, he's going to die. He's like gonna stud. Die. He's going to die. <laughs> uh, all right, you ready to watch some trailers? we got a couple of them right here. Ready? 
Let's do it. First one we're going to watch is, like, we found this new, like, thing on YouTube, so uh, we're going to just click on these trailers and see. The first one is called Wiener Dog. Why not? I got two Wiener Dogs in my house. So we're gonna you were giving them baths earlier. I was. When you came here, I was giving my I was bathing my wieners. Yep. So uh, <laughs> let's see what this is about. Look, it's got uh, people in it. So <laughs> No shit, it's got people in it. <laughs> let's see what the happens fuck? here. I'm just, look. I'm just saying, all right. Like, there's it's something. It's not like Sausage Party, where it's the cartoon. Sausage Party would be gross. Uh, so here we go. That movie's gonna be awesome with Seth Rogen. Did you see that preview? Yeah. Actually. All right. Here is the. Uh, it's by Amazon. I have seen. Heal, mother. Heal, heal, mother. Heal, mother. Heal, motherfucker. Independent. The dog is not human. It's an animal. Nature doesn't care about them. It's sad but true. We're a dog's only friend. I want to slap that hey, bitch in the dog. Face. She looks like you. Thanks. I'm going to Ohio tomorrow. Want to come along? What's in Ohio? Crystal meth. Okay. <laughs> okay, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Fancy is an artist. Nana used to do some painting. Johnny Cash. I pose nude and spread my legs. Right. Where is she from? Fuck. Cool. You need to exercise. I walk my dog. Exercise. Yeah, big, the you gotta have a what if. What if you taught like script a, writing at a film school and had no talent? A blood we the dog, we the dog. I on a skateboard. Great that you got a new dog. What's its name? Cancer. Why would you name it that? It felt right. What the fuck? Look, this is not what I thought it was going to be. But I totally want to see this. So do I. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to know more about Wiener Dog. <laughs> it's an indie film. Yeah, it's which, independent which film. I like that. I film, love indie so. films. I watch them all the time. All right, we got this film. It's called uh, Deep Water Horizons. It's got Mark Wahlberg, Kate Hudson. So let's check this one out. Kate Hudson's got to make a comeback. Kate Hudson's always been hot, though. Yeah, she's always, always been hot, I've but she, she has looking. taken a break from movies. Yeah, for a little while. You still haven't seen her best movie. What's that? A Best Friend's Girl? No. You need to watch a fucking movie. I'll get to it. Give me those eyes. <laughs> Nanny, you need to get me a fossil. I want to be able to hold it up and say my daddy tames the dinosaurs. We a big company. Millions of moving parts. Hey, how you doing, man? We all work very hard to ensure those moving parts oh. are functioning as a means to very profit win for all of us. I love John Malkovich. Being John Malkovich hey, is one of my computer. favorite movies. Look those eyes. She's looking more and more like her mom. No! That is a genuine dinosaur tooth. She's gonna flip out. Overboard? Like death becomes her and stuff. Oh, yes. Meryl Streep was fucking hot, too. Everybody she looks just like her. Mike, what is that? Mm-hmm. Is everything okay? Director of Lone Survivor. 
Pretty good. That looks awesome. I'll check it out. It's called Deepwater Horizon. I gotta get this dinosaur tooth open to my family. Play the next turn. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know that's the way he sounds. Do your best. Come on. Let's hear it. Back when Mark Ma Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark. What? He used to make the. Come on. What's the inferiator? I don't fucking okay, know. Okay, we're gonna watch it. It's uh got Brian Cranston in it. John Linguizamo. Okay. The infiltrator. I couldn't see because I had my glasses oh, on. Oh sure. This is what I do. I'm an undercover narcotics agent. I sit with murderers and made men, and I lie. It's funny lie with hair. Ass. I love Washington Harrison? wants the biggest bust in history. I was mad when Pablo I watched Escobar Godzilla and his main distributor, Roberto Alcano. Mazer, you're partnering with Abreu. I did too. We've been following the drugs to get to the bad guys. What if we chase the money? We need to find new undercover identities. Hey, look at this, Falcone. Look at the math. I'd be 77 years old. That's about right, leathery and craggly. Bob Bosella. Welcome to a life of crime. Let's do this. Welcome to the United States. These men will undersold the money for the cartel. I need a face-to-face -face with your boss. It was an audition. You got the part. So, Mr. Musella, what can you do for me? She's my present for you tonight, Mr. Bob. I'm engaged. So? Are you kidding me? A fiancé, Bob? Meet your soon-to-be wife, Kathy Ertz, Bob Mazer. I wish you many happy years. Damn, I need a fiance. Have you ever had your mom love read? Destiny has marked you. You know who's the biggest money launderer in the U.S.? Well, I thought it was me. You mess this up, you'll kill you, and it will make you die for days. I do not do business under threat. Unfortunately, you are not in a position to dictate terms to Don Pablo. He's, he wasn't he's a cop. He was in um, Mr. Geniality. What's wrong with Edward Dead? He was in my business. He, he, was, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was just on a TV show. Look, look him up. He was Are you in danger, you know what it was? Pablo Escobar? You have a chance to take them all down. The Infiltrator. Looks good. Yeah. Well, I think he was just in Ride Along too. I just yes. Watched. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's where I remembered him from. Not. I, well, I don't know why I was thinking Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> oh, you know why I'm thinking of Sons of Anarchy? Because the other guy. Yeah, I forget it. Uh, He's bigger though. He's like yeah, bulky. he was in He's Dexter. I know. Yeah. From Dexter. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but yeah, that's it. Uh, what's Morgan? I don't know. Play it. Let's check it out. Oh, 
Oh, look, there's a sniper ghost shooter. All right. This has uh, Kate Mira and uh, Rose Leslie. Rosie Leslie? Who's that? Rose Leslie. We knew right away that Morgan was very special. Is that the girl? No, that's not. Good thing the black girl from Within a month, no. walking and talking. Within six, self-sustaining. She exceeds our wildest expectations. Martian. She's like a child. And the new Morgan is a child. She had a tantrum. Morgan's behavior was very unfortunate. She's learning and she has the right to make mistakes. She is an it. And so it she has goes rogue, kills everyone. You'll see. Despite the current setbacks, you have to stop. the results of our investment are quite remarkable. Stop! You have to stop. Her, she was in um, *The Martian* and the new um, *Fantastic Four*. She's cute. Yeah. Aha. Yo, you have. That's one of the people. It's good. Very creepy. Did you ever see the trailer for X Machina? Yeah. It looks so. Bobby showed it to me. It's so damn good. It's one of my favorite movies of last year. I will watch it. It's in my top five. I will watch it. It's about uh. Like you, when I tell you to watch things, I actually watch them. I watch things. Best friends, girl. I did not watch that, but I did watch uh. We'll go to great lengths and to I have get been watching uh, Supernatural. <gasps> Introducing the 2016 Domino's DXP. So I have been watching shit. Jensen Ackles, man. Yeah, this is called uh, Sniper, Ghost Shooter. I don't know what this is, but I like the guy that's in it. Sergeant cool. Beckett, I, can't see I want you on the Black him. Sea with your crew. Oh. Trans Georgian pipeline. All state, yeah. I like. Intelligence on the ground attributed to Tax Serrano and uh, Major League back in the day. Really? Yeah. The oh. Predator will be our eyes in you the recognize him? No, I have to go back and watch those movies. I think I'm seeing something. Take the shot. Rampage. Rampage, take the shot. Enemy sniper team dialed into our exact positions. We are sitting ducks. I miss Western movies. You are your father's I son. Love Billy Zane. He had courage. And he had grit. Loved him in Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Hit him back. <laughs> yeah. Hit him back he had hard. one of the best Tales. Yeah. Welcome to the wild, wild east. RPG. Sniper is what we are. Yes, he has hair. There's a meme about Jen. <laughs> Only men and women in the boat, and he's like, "Why well, identify as a female?" Team is or like the one with taxes, and he has the kid. He's you like, the "But I have a child." Yeah. It isn't God's work. We do the stuff he doesn't want to do. We are under attack. Let's move. Is that Holly Hunter? Make it rain. Holly oh. Hunter. Usually, I can hear her voice. I thought that's what I heard. But I didn't see it though. That looks pretty good. I, look, I love those kind of shoot 'em up yeah. type movies. Uh, anything else? Uh, the Conjuring Two. Um, they released a new trailer. You got to watch it. The Conjuring Two. Yes. 
We gotta go see that together. Let's go. Come My down kids are June tenth. The girls are s- really big into um, horror movies right now. So they've been watching. They just like what did they just watch? They well they they love Darker Skies. Did you ever watch that? Yes. That's really good. With actually. the guy from ER. Yeah, I yeah. like that a lot. Um, they watched it a while ago though. But Jillian was like obsessed with that movie for a while. Um, it's a show. What did they just watch? They just watched something. It was a sequel to some something. Did they watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Yeah, I don't think they've ever seen that. That's a good That's movie. That's a movie I should sit down with them and watch because I haven't seen that in like That's 20 years. That's a good years. movie. It is. It's not 20 years. Okay. Close Encounters, th- Third Kind? It, it has to be 20 years old. We're thinking of two different movies. Hold on. The Fourth Kind is the one that just came out with the girl from Resident okay. Evil. Haven't seen that. You say yeah. Close Encounters. I'm uh, thinking uh, of the 25-year-old yeah, movie with, with What's-His-Face uh, in it. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah, Richard Dreyfuss. Why? <laughs> I'm always whiny when I talk. I love him. You know what I want? I do, too, Remember but I always he... sound like i got to take a massive shit. Dreyfuss. What's your favorite movie with him? Jaws. I like Jaws, and Stakeout holds up with him and Amelia. Okay. All right. You're not Lil' John. <laughs> No, I'm Richard Dreyfuss. Let's play the clip. It's so annoying. That's the point. You're, he doesn't talk like that. Yes, he does. No, he <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Did you watch Preacher? No, I'm going to do oh, it tonight. It's good. There's two episodes out. We're going to talk about that in a minute. No, this is not your house. Now, what's your name? My name is Bill Wilkins. And I'm 72 years old. That voice is always creepy. What do you make of that voice? Sounds confused. Ed Marie Morn. The voice on this tape is coming from an 11 year old girl. Calling it England's Amityville. There is a family that desperately needs our help. After everything we've seen. There isn't much that rattles either of us anymore. I like the first one. But this I one, loved it. It was really This scary. one still yeah. haunts me. Does it feel like the voice is coming from inside you? More like it's coming from behind me. They're starting to make some better, scarier movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, stop calling me Janice. Without being all weird and shit. Yeah, like insidious. She's such a good girl. I didn't mind that. Conjuring, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, they're good. Like, they're starting to get good again. To force you to commit I even like, you didn't like Annabelle, right? Please okay. don't tell me you fucking liked Litter. Annabelle. It was literally a pregnant bitch Suicide. falling all over the place. It was okay. It no. wasn't great, but it was okay. I, it was worth watching. James you Warren. believe us, don't you? Sensing a presence? I'm not sensing anything. All I can sense is their own fear. <laughs> What is happening? I had a premonition of your death. Who's that? Rain Warren's still alive. Ed's dead, right? Yeah. The family's just a pawn. Something inhuman wants to kill you. If we keep doing this. You're going to die. Say what you want about Ed and Lorraine Warren. 
I think they had some legitimate shit to tell. Yeah, I think, I think they really I think had so something. Too. I think they had something. He was like the only one um, allowed to practice exorcisms that weren't part of the Catholic Church or something like that. Yeah, I I dig those movies. And I love James good. Wan uh, movies. His stuff is good. Yeah, I like it's his stuff. Inter- inter- what's interesting is um, when he first made Saul. He, the only reason why they filmed it in one room honestly, was because they couldn't afford money to get a big. Honestly, set. I only like the first. Yeah, one. the first one. That's the all rest. I like. of, I, yeah. the second one was okay, but as they went on, to me, they got shittier yeah. and shittier and shittier and cornier and cornier and cornier. Yeah. Like there's that one scene where the girl, I don't even remember which part it was in, and I only caught it like somewhere. I did, I, I watched two. And there's that a was scene it, where there's like this like syringe or something up in there, and she's got to reach her hands up in there, right, mm-hmm. to get the syringe. But as she's reaching up in, there's like these blade things. So as you put your arm in and you try and pull your arm out, it's going to cut your arms. So she puts one arm up in, realizes it's stuck. And instead of putting her other arm in that one to open it and pull her arm back, she puts her arm up in the other one. And at that point, I was like, you know what? This is why I don't like these movies. Nobody in their right mind in reality would do that. Yeah. That's it's just like the, um, fucking movie The Final based. Destination movies. The first one, fucking fantastic. I love fantastic. the first one. The, the first second one, really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. I still do not drive behind tr- uh, log, things, trucks. log trucks. <laughs> yeah, that um, scene is insane. And I always watch for water bottles going underneath my brake. <laughs> you know you know how many times that's happened to me? It's happened to me twice. Yeah, it's happened to me quite a bit, especially because like, I work outside all the time. So when I get in my truck and I have to drive from place to place, mm-hmm. like from one point to another point, I constantly have like empty Gatorade bottles or something. Yeah. And you know how many times shit's fallen under the fucking brake yeah, pedal? Yeah, it happens like and that. I'm, and every time it happens, I'm like, final destination. Yes. That's what I say in my <laughs> no. head. Final destination. But the rest of them, I stopped watching. Nope. Yeah, I mean, there's been some good ones, but there, there's been some shitty ones too. Like... Uh, I actually dig the Purge movies. I know there's people out there that don't like them. I liked them. I want to see the third one. It looks good. the third one looked awesome, the election. Yeah, I want to see that. Did you see that meme with Donald Trump's family? And it's like, it says, uh, uh, they look like the the kind of people that would purge. (laughs) They kind of do, actually, (laughs) when you think about it. But, um, yeah, I'm really digging some of these movies that are coming out right now. They're not, like, overly stupid. They're not cheesy. Um, There are some that are cheesy out there. But, you know, I don't need to watch torture porn to enjoy yeah, a scary see, movie. I don't I don't like tor- torture no, porn. No, I don't either. Like I love gore and stuff like that, but it's different. <sighs> I don't like like the hostile movies. Don't I first one was okay. Don't care for the rest. But it's just it's too realistic it to, is. to an extent. I watched a movie a few years ago called Martyrs. I don't know if you've ever seen yes. this movie. Uh, you gave it to me to borrow. Did you watch it? Yeah. That's a sick yeah, fucking sick. movie. By the end I, of it, you're I, like, all right, you yeah, know what? I, I couldn't d- even finish it. I was like, nope, I'm done. And Did you I see her when she when she was skinned? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was no, gross. That's too it. much for me. Yeah. I was like, nah. And it's not that I, I get grossed out by it. I just think to myself, this isn't, this, there's no way in hell this would ever happen. Like, I, it's just, I don't like it. I don't, that's not entertainment to yeah. me. I can't find joy in that. I, I mean, not that I'm finding joy in like The Conjuring or some of these other movies, but to me, they're more shit that could really, I don't know. It's different. Yeah. But I don't need to see somebody cut off their exactly. own arm to get to a key. You know what, what I mean? Was or one movie where they set the dad on fire and they they raped the one daughter and got her pregnant and it's like these weird hillbilly guys and fuck Tucker and Dale. No, no, it, yeah, that movie's fucking awesome, man. I can watch I, you it know all what? the time. I want to watch a trailer of Tucker <laughs> and Dale just because I said that. I love when he's like, they're trying to kill themselves. We have to hide all of the surf objects. <laughs> They're just launching themselves <laughs> into a goddamn meat wood chipper. So I, yeah, I I love. I, they're making a part too. I can't wait. I love. Uh, what's his face? Which one? The. You're thinking of the skinny one. 
Yeah, he was in Knight's Tale, yeah, and I, he was in Death at a Funeral. Have you ever seen that? The original? Uh, oh, the British version? Yeah, Here you go. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? They're the nicest guys in the world. That's a funny part. I know. Who wants to go skinny dipping? Let me watch this tonight. I probably will, too, because I love this fucking movie. <laughs> kids could watch this, could they? There's no food in No, no, they could watch this. We got your friend! <laughs> they captured Allison! It's so good. Fell into the water. Uh, dove in and rescued you. We'll go find a friends. You should relax. Tucker and Dale are on the case. What is this place? It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? All right. Maybe I will. I said maybe. <laughs> Dale? What are you doing? I'm, I'm digging a crapper hole. You mind if I help? He's making her dig her own grave. There's no rules out here. It's us against them. This movie is so much fun. Oh, I fucking love this movie. And it's so possible how they all happen to become deceased. Yeah. <laughs> I love when he's pulling him left. Are you okay? Are you okay? I didn't realize like bees are chasing yeah. him. It's the best shit ever. Saw your friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. <laughs> this is a suicide pack. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. She can maybe explain the whole thing. You've got another one inside. Oh, she's in my bedroom. <laughs> 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 I love that fucking movie. You know what we should do commentary on Oh, we gotta take the safety off on the side there. Don't do be more careful! Maybe we should do that next week. You wanna do a commentary? Sucker and Dale? Let's get you down from there. Wait! Sorry about that. This vacation sucks. <laughs> I like when he walks in the beginning when he walks out of the uh, gas station and he has the sickle. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. You know what? Let's do a commentary on that. that that'll be a whole episode. Just okay. us watching the movie and commentary. Right. I think it'll be funny yeah, as fuck. We can do it right here. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Let's. You I'm want, down. You want to do that I'm next down. week? I'm down. All right. We're gonna do next week. We're gonna do a Tucker and Dale yeah. commentary, and we're gonna drink and have a lot of fun. That'll yeah. be the whole episode. <laughs> I. And I I love that. I movie, fucking so. love that movie. So I'm gonna wait. So I won't watch it tonight. Yeah, I'll wait. Cause it's I've it's been about uh, shit maybe almost two years. Since oh, I, I watch it. it all the time. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a while. So, uh, we're so we're gonna do next week. We're gonna commentary Tucker and but Dale. I love him. The one guy he was in a night uh nice nice tale, tale and with stuff. uh what's oh his here's face? the picture of Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does look like the purge. Um, but yeah, I I love that movie. So you know what? Let's let's do our first you commentary. Watch Scouts versus Zombies too. I know. It was, we'll it do was kind of like that stupid funny. Maybe I'll watch that tonight since I decided I'm not it watching. It was really Tucker funny. But next week, that's what we'll do. We'll do Tucker and Dale commentary. That'll be an entire episode. I yeah, think that'd be a lot of fun. Let's do it. Just us geeking out watching You got to get um, Irene to make us some orange crushes. I will. They were good. I had yeah. one today. I've been drinking all the whole morning. Oh, so. Lucky you. I was at work. Not me, man. I've been drinking. Well, I took the dogs for a walk, and then you know, from there. Uh, all right. Did you just turn into a hillbilly? I burped and was like, <laughs> <laughs> But people do think I am, I am a hillbilly, so it's whatever. I don't believe in labels. Um. <laughs> did 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 you look look it up? When is the next? Is this part two coming Let's out? See. I'm kind of curious. I know they announced it. What like six eight months ago? Yeah. So it's probably got to be close to production in production. 
maybe like a 2017 release or something. I, I really cannot wait for that because that movie was so much fucking fun. You you urged me to watch that for like months, and I was like, all right, all right, all right. and now yeah. I watched, and I was like, this is the funniest <laughs> yes. fucking movie I've seen in, in a long time. It's and in development. It's in development. That. Okay, well, it's in production. Do they have? A, they know what year? Twenty seventeen, hopefully. No. No. Well, maybe it'll be at the end of twenty sixteen, beginning of twenty seventeen. I know Mr. Robot's coming out in yes. a couple of weeks. Yes, that's going to be soon. Excited. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Um, what else? Oh, we got a voicemail to play. I guess we got to play that now. Or do you want to do that after? After what? Our topic. We can do that after. Our voicemail a- after. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're getting ready to jump into our uh, topic, which is speeches, which we talked about earlier. So yeah. this is going to be a lot of fun. I really dig speeches. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. First one up is uh, one of your picks. Yes. Well, kind of both uh, of them. Yeah, we kind of we both, both figured out it. later that yeah. we picked the same one. But it, it, it's a great clip. So. Yes, it is. And it leads into today, which so, yeah, I really like. We're, like this what is we're one gonna, of my favorite movies. We're going to like do these and then kind of tell why we like these speeches. Now, I'm a huge speech guy. So we, am I. we talked earlier. Like, mm-hmm. I can go down that speech rabbit hole for hours. Yes. I love listening to people give speeches. There's yes. so so much amazingness, like, as far as, like, it's hard to explain. I don't even really know why. I just, I. To me, I can watch a sixty-year-old speech and still be us, inspired. Because I feel like a lot of us have this feeling. We look but for then, it, but then when we hear it, we're like, "Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking." And we look thing. for, you know, and we look for those motivations, those inspirations, yes. and things like that. So I've always been a massive speech guy. So when we came up with this idea on, you know, we're not going to talk about anything in particular. We're just going to talk about some speeches we like, yeah. play them, and and talk about why we like them. So the first one up, like I said, is like a, uh, a double. We it's both like a we, we both kind of picked this one. <laughs> I said, Mike, let's lead off with this, and he goes, "I had that one too." So which is it's, it's, it's fine, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so <laughs> what it is, it's from. Uh, I'm sure you guys have all seen the movie. Remember, Remember the, the Titans? Titans? Love it. Denzel Washington, or AKA Coach Boone, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna play it right now. So and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Anybody know what this place is? This is Gettysburg. This is where they fought the Battle of Gettysburg. I like that too. Yeah. 50,000 men died right here on this field, fighting the same fight that we're still fighting amongst ourselves today. This green field right here, painted red, bubbling with the blood of young boys. Smoke and hot lead pouring right through their bodies. You ever been to Gettysburg? Listen to their souls, man. We don't live far. Killed my brother. Let's go. Malice in my heart. He was. I know, Ryan Gosling. Hatred destroyed my family. A lot of good actors came out of this movie. You listen. The other guy who's in some of the anarchy and the outside. Take a lesson from the dead. Did you ever watch it? If we don't come together right now on this hollow ground, we too will be destroyed. Just like they were. I don't care if you like each other or not. But you will respect each other. And maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll learn to play this game like men. I love that speech. That it, to me, it gives it, me goosebumps every time I watch it. it. And I love when he says, "Take a lesson from the dead." It's, it's yeah. like, it's like everything you need to know in life. It is, and you know, 
there's something about Denzel's voice too that always gives you that like yeah it just makes you want to listen yep you know what I mean it's so I, he has this really like approachable voice I guess mm-hmm. you could say yeah and I've always and I remember seeing that movie in theater and that was one of my favorite there's two things in that movie that I actually love to death a it's that speech yeah B is when Ryan Gosling and the <laughs> fat dude who was in uh, Kevin Smith movies and all that and it was in My Name Is Earl yeah he's oh. like dancing ain't no without nothing. a paddle yeah that's one of my favorite enough. when they're all singing yeah, in the gym I, I love that in the locker room yeah. I'm like well, yes the, before that when they were in the bedroom and he's like come on listen and he's dancing oh, and the fat the, guy's like what the hell oh yeah when they're listening to record I just yeah. I love that scene I love the scene when they're in there and in the gym singing. and they're all singing yeah, together they're singing together yeah yeah that movie is great that was I, one of my favorite movies I will watch that movie and I will cry every time he gets hit by that car it's it's really strong. That's a really and good movie. It's a movie. true story. Yeah, and it's a, it's a really good movie. Though. Yeah, and it still holds up today. Yes. Like and I can watch that movie. The way that Denzel movie. gave that speech, like it's he believable. Falls correctly, like and the the way that the fog. There's goes a all human over. emotion. There's yeah. a human emotion in it. And, and then and the characters watching him, like I felt like they weren't in a movie. Like, yeah, they were it, actually listening. Yeah, and I love that. There, now we have some real, like actual speeches, then we have some movie stuff. So, yeah. um, bear with us. We this is just something that we enjoy yeah. you know it's his speeches rather be from real or from or from what, what, whatever um is it my turn yeah all right i'm gonna play one that um i actually love to death and it's three and a half minutes long but it, to me it's so poignant and actually about once a month i listen to this speech because i it really makes me think and i really like this um I, have you ever heard this one, Which uh, one? i'm sure you have um it came from the show the newsroom Can you oh say yes i love america this speech? is the greatest country in the world in fact, I listened to it today and I was Diversity like, fuck yeah. 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 I love it. I love this. Lewis, uh, freedom and freedom. So let's so keep it that way. Today. Yes. Well, why is America not the greatest, greatest country in the world? Professor, that's my answer. And I love Jeff Daniels. This gives me goosebumps every time. You're every saying time. yes. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about... Fine. The Sharon, the NEA is a does. loser. Fine. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of our paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it any time he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs bolts. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey, and with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. <laughs> so, 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. Love we're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I love it. Yosemite? Everyone got offended by that. And I love what, how he brings it into this. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Because it's true. It is. Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. That's the truth. 
we sacrificed, we cared about our neighbors, we put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence. We didn't belittle it. It didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. That's true. Yes. <laughs> we were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed. Ain't that. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Yes. By great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. Enough? I love it. I, that's one of my favorite. That is one of my favorite speeches. And even though it was from a TV show, it is Can so on point. Can you say why America is the greatest? It literally gives me goosebumps. And it makes me think, like, we don't have healthy debates anymore. It's, no, that's you're the right, thing. You're right, you're wrong. You're right, that's you're it. wrong. No matter, My point, your point, yeah. it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. There's so, there's a, like you We're said. We're not solving anything no, by doing a, there's that. There's a massive divide. And and us being informed, that to me is one of the major things. We're not informed anymore. We're not. Everything's hidden behind uh, uh, internet walls and, mm -hmm. you know, um, the fact that, you know, uh, people are s uh, the government spying on us, yeah, or, the NSA, yeah. or all these different things. We're not informed on what's going on anymore. No. We're not. They make laws and don't even uh, they'll put it out and like nobody even knows that they made a fucking law because they'll do it on a Friday yeah. and there's no media coverage. Exactly, it, it's it's all bullshit, and that's the part that drives me nuts. That's the part that I have a major problem with right now. Is we are not informed. Us as in, people are and not how informed. We're, how we are <sighs> informed is by like Fox News and CNN. That's bullshit. But it's not real informed. Like, exactly. It's me, all bullshit. Like, you know, Fox and, 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 and MSN, like all those different channels are all either Republican or Democrat. Nobody's exactly. like, nobody is like, here's the news the way it is. I We're want, not one or the other. I want us to just be one. I don't want to be divided by labels. No black, no white, no lesbian, no gay, no dem Democrat, Republican. It's, I went. And that's all I want. Did you vote in the prime, prime primary no. this year? I, I went and voted in the primaries because of the fact that you I know, want, I like Bernie Sanders. That's who I that's honestly because the last year how I identified myself or last election how I identified myself is how you have to vote in the primaries. Mm -hmm. So you I either had Hillary or Bernie. <coughs> Come on. I'm not fucking voting for Hillary. Yeah. But I don't think that's fair. I don't think in the primaries you should be held down by your political party because honestly I I didn't agree with like I Exactly. I, there shouldn't be political parties. No. There should be people for the people. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't look at what whether you're Democrat or Republican. I look at it as what who brings me the best situation. Who yes. can who can put the best information out there? Who can give our country a, the best chance? Rather, you're Democrat or Republican. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. It's not about that. That that's the problem with our society nowadays. We we label everything. And then if you're like conservative or li liberal. You can't vote for anybody. Exactly, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you gotta vote for Democrat or Republican. It's 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 the and game I is rigged. I don't vote. The game is rigged that. as and as the electoral college and the yeah, delegates the and all that shit. No. What did uh? They, um, they've been throwing Trump and Hillary in our face. 
they since have. the beginning of this. Remember, shit. George, George Carlin said it we played it a couple weeks ago. The game is rigged. Exactly, people. It's the game rigged. is rigged. I don't believe exactly. in that. I feel like it should be for the people by the people. Definitely. Um. So what's next? Um. I want to play this one. Hold on. The Chaplin. Yeah, I love this one. Have you heard this one? Yes, I love this it's, one. There's a lot of di- yeah, I've I've heard this one. Actually, when you said Chaplin, I knew exactly the one you were talking about because I've listened to this one quite a bit too. Yeah. Give me goosebumps. Actually, the V from Medetta one's exactly the same, just with a V. I'm sorry, but I don't want to be an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and children. Victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers. Don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie, they do not fulfill that promise, they never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite!
this was ahead of its time. Very much so. I've always wondered, and I, you know, honestly, I should have looked it up. Who wrote that? Was it? Did he write that? I don't. I want to know who who wrote that because whoever wrote that is on point. Yeah, they know. That's exactly what we were talking about with America. Yeah, like we are so divided. When we should be together. Over so stupid we, shit. We're yeah. divided over, over stupid shit. Exactly. Look it up. See, oh, see, see who wrote that. I'm curious. Um, if Look, Charlie Chaplin was a that, man of The way of his he time. even gave that speech, like you said, he didn't even blink. No, I don't <laughs> think he blinked. He looked, you know, he looked re- honest. Yeah. He looked legitimate. Like, uh, it's hard to explain, but if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube and watch it. It's from the movie The Great Dictator from 1940. Um, but it is one of the great, I love that speech. When you said Chaplin, I knew exactly the one you were talking about because it's just, it's so goddamn powerful. Exactly. Like what he says is, is so relevant to today. Like mm-hmm. democracy, we need freedom. We're not united and by this, anything. This Greed. A- we sit there and create wars over oil and gas and it's just, it's ridiculous. It is. It is. And you know, one thing that I love about these speeches is, is hearing a speech from 1940. To 2016. And he's talking about machines. still relevant. And he's talking about machines, which I find fascinating. Because mm-hmm. that's what we are becoming. We're not people. We're cattle. We are, honestly. We work and work and work for nothing. We're sheep. Because we buy shit that they advertise to us that we think we need. Well, just, I mean, look, look around. In this room in general, how much money do you think was spent in this room? How much money do you think was spent in this room? At least twelve thousand. Probably, yeah. but you'd never know it. Exactly. You know, I mean, I, you know, like you look we, around because it, we feel like it's a necessity. It's just everyday shit. But you know, it's, do we need it? No. <laughs> you know. And like, like he said, like love, like we don't love anymore. No, love is a uh, a perception. Yeah, anymore. we don't. We would rather sit. Like, okay, I'm gonna say this: these dating websites. No one is faithful anymore because they have too many options, like yeah. Chris Rock said. I bet my, my wife on a date dating website, I'll just throw that out there. But I'm saying, like, for me, it's so hard. Like, everyone that was has also options. 10 years ago. <laughs> just saying. But, yeah, I, I, I want to know who, who wrote that I'm because it it, right that, that is a great speech. And I love the way he delivers it. He delivers it with so much honesty. He wrote it. He wrote it. Char- mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin wrote it. That's yep. pretty damn cool. Um, so that's the great dictator, Charlie Chaplin. That speech. one awesome. I can listen to over and over and over again because it just gives me the drive to actually get out there. And Honestly, like so far, everyone we've played have been great. So, yeah. um, next up, you picked a hell, you got a hell of a lot more on here than me, but that's fine. <laughs> um, next up, I'm gonna play. Where's my uh, one of them's missing? What is it? Which is fine. I'll I'll find it. Um, let, I'll, okay, I'll play this one for this, and then we'll play the other one because the other one. Oh no, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. All right, this, this is about six and a half minutes long, but I actually love the speech. I'm a massive fan of Bobby Kennedy. Yes, I know a lot of people were the JFK fans. I love Robert Kennedy. Um, this is a speech he made right after the death of Martin Luther King. To me, it's it's so fucking good. And one thing about the Kennedys I've always liked. Is uh, first of all, I'm a big fan of the Kennedys. Yes, yeah, so I, I. I, and especially Bobby. I think Bobby would have been a better the Kennedys president than, and than, than, than John. Abraham Linker, Lincoln. I'm like obsessed. Linker, Linker, Linker. <laughs> um, Andrew Lincoln. <laughs> but for the past like couple years, I've really been on this Bobby Kennedy kick, and I think if he doesn't die, he becomes one of the greatest presidents we've ever had. I think he would have been better than his brother. I think so too. I, I really love Bobby Kennedy. So he wrote this speech. Mm-hmm. I, I know this speech. I he, love this speech. He wrote it. He didn't even write it. Okay, he wrote Cliff Notes. 
points, high highlights. And if you watch, he's not reading off a cue card or nothing. And that's the best way. And he, and he delivers it out of a flatbed of a pickup truck. So we're going to play it. And I, look, it, to me, it's one of the greatest speeches of all time, especially when he talks about how his brother died, about yeah. how JFK died. Um, because to me, that tells a lot of the story in itself right there. Um, Cause it, it hits home. It's like, God damn, he's right. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's like a couple thing here, but um, I would have loved to seen him become president. I think this world would be so much different if Bobby yeah. Kennedy actually. I mean, could you president. imagine like one little slip, and the whole world could be different? That's why I love the eleven twenty two sixty three show. Know. It's so good. It's about JFK, but I'm telling you, I think Bobby Kennedy was the man that if we could go back in time and save, we need to save because I think he was he had his finger on the pulse mm-hmm. of America. Yeah. A lot of people believe that. I, I love Bobby Kennedy, and I think I, this speech to me alone was is the, one of one of the first things I've ever heard him deliver. And to I me, have one some of the very favorite. sad news for oh, all of you. I love this speech. And I think uh, sad news for all of our fellow citizens and people who love peace all over the world. And that is that Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight in Memphis, Tennessee. Martin Luther King dedicated his life to love and to justice between fellow human beings. He died in the cause of that effort. In this difficult day, in this difficult time for the United States, it's perhaps well to ask what kind of a nation we are and what direction we want to move in. For those of you who are black, considering the evidence evidently is that there were white people who were responsible, you can be filled with bitterness and with hatred and a desire for revenge. We can move in that direction as a country in greater polarization. Black people amongst blacks and white amongst whites filled with hatred toward one another. Or we can make an effort, as Martin Luther King did, to understand and to comprehend and replace that violence, that stain of bloodshed that is spread across our land with an effort to understand compassion and love. For those of you who are black and are tempted to fill with, be filled with hatred and mistrust of the injustice of such an act against all white people, I would only say that I can also feel in my own heart the same kind of feeling. I had a member of my family killed, but he was killed by a white man. So we have to make an effort in the United States. We have to make an effort to understand, to get beyond or go beyond these rather difficult times. A favorite poem, my my favorite poet was Aeschylus. He once wrote, even in our sleep, pain which cannot forget falls drop by drop upon the heart until in our own day despair against our will comes wisdom through the awful grace of God. 
What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence and lawlessness, but is love and wisdom and compassion toward one another. Feeling of justice toward those who still suffer within our country, whether they be white or whether they be black. We can do well in this country. We will have difficult times. We've had difficult times in the past, but we will, and we will have difficult times in the future. It is not the end of violence. It is not the end of lawlessness, and it's not the end of disorder. But the vast majority of white people and the vast majority of black people in this country want to live together, want to improve the quality of our life, and want justice for all human beings that abide in our land. With and what dedicate ourselves to what the Greeks wrote so many years ago, to tame the savageness of man and make gentle the life of this world. Let us dedicate ourselves to that and say a prayer for our country and for our people. Thank you very much. I love that speech. I, I love that speech too. And, and I did a uh, paper in college and um, it was about how a person who, ha who has died would think of the world today. Mm -hmm. And I believe Martin Luther King would be disgusted. I think at so. At the way that we have all this, we have divided more. More, I think so. In the recent years yeah. than ever. Especially Since in the back past, then. in the past ten years, it's gotten worse. Yeah, it's I think he would worse. be disgusted. He wanted complete equality. He did, and people don't understand that now. Hold on, not com we don't need puppies walking around. Pe people, puppies oh, yeah. walking around. All right? We don't want that. <laughs> right. When, when you when you say equality, you mean you mean whites and blacks being able to walk side by side. Those, those yes. type of things, or, like or different races yeah. being able to walk amongst each other without feeling hate yeah like i don't want that just because of their color yeah or the way or their religion or and that they wear you know never a garb in my never in my life have i looked at people as color creed nationality i never have I never either. have i never have and to me i'm blind to it a lot of times and you know i've been around people who are like oh my god aren't don't you get scared when you do this or that no i don't yeah. because i i believe in people mm -hmm. sometimes it, it's it's not a good thing but i believe yeah. in people and i put trust in people whether it's the right or the wrong thing, I don't know. But yeah. I've never been one to look at black, white, Mexican, you know, those type yeah. of things. I've Neither never have done I. that. I'm, hell, I mean, you know, as long as I've been alive, I've always looked at people as an equal playing field. Yeah. I, I, we're all people. We feel the same things. Mm, we, you know, we love. We, we all hate, get up in the morning. We all get up. We go, we go to work. We do the same fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, there's assholes out there, and there's pieces of shit out there. Yeah. That's But that's all across the board. There's just as many white pieces of shit as there is black pieces yeah. of shit I mean, or that's, that's Spanish thing, pieces of shit. It's all the I'm same. For. People don't understand what equality is. Equality means everybody. So you can't have... How can I word this? Like, a lot of, like, people of color, not even just black, but they, like, have their own communities and stuff. But if a white person was to have a community, we would be racist. That's not equality. Yes, I have seen that. Uh, I saw something the other day, and I thought about... It was something similar to that, and I think, well, if that was... Oh, I can't remember what it was, and I don't want to 
quote something that ain't right. But anyway, I saw something that I was like, okay, so if that was uh, uh, another nationality doing the same thing, they would be considered exactly. racist. So I, I think there is a disconnect there. But see, there. That's, not, like, that's where people are getting disconnected. It's not equality. Equality means everybody can do and whatever. Like in this country, we don't ha- we're not supposed to have opinions. And that's the problem. I agree. And we don't have healthy debates anymore. No, we at the actually that we do not. We do not have. No, I debates. mean you watch the debate for presidential election. It's like you're watching a kids show. Uh, which one do you want to do next? Um, do P- Jim, P- Carrey. Jim Carrey. Oh, I love this one. I've heard this one when we spoke at the college. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good one. Um, hey, here. Of course, we got to get through an ad first. But yeah, j- uh, this Jim Carrey one I heard about, I don't know, a year or so ago, and it's really fucking strong and it's good. Yes, I really, I, I really love dig this it. One. So we're gonna play it now. It's weird because it's Jim Carrey. My soul is not contained within the limits of my body. My body is contained within the limitlessness of my soul. He sounds so like churchy. Yeah, like he's like a like speaker. Yeah, like a. Cop, I've like often said. That I wished people could realize all to him hearing him going fire Marshall Bell or something. So that they could see that it's not where you're going to find your sense of completion. Exactly. We're all working. I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Because everything you gain in life will rot and fall apart, and all that will be left of you is what was in your heart. We're not the avatars we create. We're not the pictures on the film stock. We are the light that shines through. All else is just smoke and mirrors, distracting, but not truly compelling. Our eyes are not viewers. They're also projectors that are running a second story over the picture that we see in front of us all the time. Fear is writing that script. Now fear is going to be a player in your life. But you get to decide how much. You can spend your whole life imagining ghosts, worrying about the pathway to the future, but all there will ever be is what's happening here. And the decisions we make in this moment, which are based in either love or fear. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. What we really want seems impossibly out of reach and ridiculous to expect, so we never dare to ask the universe for it. I'm saying that you can ask the universe for it. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. As far as I can tell, it's just about letting the universe know what you want and working toward it while letting go of how it comes to pass. Why not take a chance on faith? Not religion, but faith. Not hope, but faith. I don't believe in hope. Hope is a beggar. Hope walks through the fire and faith leaps over it. You are ready and able to do beautiful things in this world. And after you walk through those doors today, you will only ever have two choices, love or fear. Choose love and don't ever let fear turn you against your playful heart. What I really liked about this one was the fact that it came out of nowhere. Yes. Like one day you woke up 
and it was everywhere. Yeah. And you didn't know where it came mm-hmm. from. And then you watch it and you realize he was speaking at a school and you're like a, a college. This was to, to yeah. a, a graduating yeah. class. But when you see it for the first time, you're like, where the f- what the fuck? Yeah, like, seriously, was, you're it, like... It's not something you were expecting. It was only it, like two or three year, years ago. Yeah, it's even not... Long th- ago. Like, okay, so it's not something you were expecting, but it's something that you needed to hear. It I definitely. Feel. Something you needed. Definitely yeah. something you like, needed. Like, I, I love when he says hope is a beggar. Um, I've been reading books and Buddhism and stuff, and, and they said, don't have hope. Hope is an obstacle. Hope floats. <laughs> Sandra B. Yeah. <laughs> hope floats. No, he said um, hope is an obstacle. It just it lets fear in. It is. It definitely is. So that's why I love when he says, you know, don't have hope. You know, just have love and don't let fear take over your life. And that's what a lot of us do nowadays. We do. We're so worried about what people think. Yeah. What people <laughs> think, Burping. you know, well, well what, what if I do this and I don't What if do I do this job? and I fail and yeah. I, I, I can't Instead do this or I can't do that? Instead of reaching for something exactly. and going for it. Yeah, definitely. We just don't do it. I, when I remember when I first heard this the first time, like it was two, maybe two years ago, yeah, I think. something like that. Um, I, I was moved by it just by hearing it one time. And I remember going home and being like, Irene, listen to this. And she had heard it earlier yeah. today. And it just, it was this viral thing that went and went and went. But it was something I think everybody needed at the time. Yes. Like it was something so powerful and motivational, but yet so honest and real. Yes. And it was something I think, and like I said, it was, it, you know, it was all over Facebook. Yeah, you know? and, it was. It was everywhere. And which was great because one thing about Facebook is you can get something viral really quick. And with something that's that important, like that speech goes yes. viral, it impacts. It impacts society. Yes. Like, okay, so that is something that went viral and it can help people. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a problem with that woman wearing the Chewbacca oh, mask. Oh, I love that. I love that. But no, it's I have honest, a problem real. with that going viral. I don't. When there's other shit that we should be worried about. Well, okay, I agree with you there, but I, I don't think... Okay, look at it. The, let me back you up a little bit. Look I know at this like way. it brought people joy, and it was like, oh, look at that. It you brought people I mean? joy, and it was, it, was, it was something for the first time in a very long time that was honest. It was real. It, was, it wasn't meant to, to be something, anything more exactly, than what it was. Exactly, and I get that. But at the same time, I'm a realist, and I think... You know, well, we could have spent that energy doing this. Yeah, but we don't. That's the but problem. I know. But, but we don't. So we, spend we send them, that family, a whole bunch of fucking Star Wars shit instead of investing some nah, money see, into I, solar roadways or, you know, no, stuff no, like that. No, no, that's, that's too broad. But you're no, looking see, at that's it too how broad. I think. But you're looking at it no, too broad. I'm not. The internet was created for one thing and one thing only to move information from point A to point point B. That was it, right? So once all these social medias come out, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, MySpace back in the day, all these things. W- what what has gotten lost over time is the fact that that so much goes viral that is of irre- irre- irrelevancy. There's so like you look at so much viral stuff and it's it's kids beating up uh, uh, other kids. Like watch this kid beat up this other kid, or watch this person. You know, um, I don't know, throw a horseshoe through uh, whatever. Yeah, like it's, it's stupid shit. So this woman and I, I loved her. I mean, I'm not saying anything about the video. Hold on. She cracked the internet. She cracked the internet and made something that to me, I saw it the night it first came out and I was hysterically laughing to the point where I showed it to Irene and I loved it. And I think that's what we need in this world. We need more positive shit like that. Yes. If we we're going to have social media, we can't look for the stars right, right off the bat. You have to start small. You have to start with something. You have to start with that, that, 
that single cell, that single cell that draws from that. That's where, to me, I found her video so fucking great. Because see, I'm just too much of a realist, and I I worry about things that people don't worry about. But see, you can't get to those. But see, things. I, that's how my brain works. But, but you can't get to those things without a bridge. Like people go out. You can't and spend, get across an ocean like without a boat or a bridge. People go out and spend two hundred dollars on fucking Jordans. Okay. Like why? Because that's what they that want. That money to. could be spent elsewhere. Yeah, but it's your money. You can do it whatever but you see, want. See, that's bullshit. It's we not work bullshit. for money to buy shit we don't need. But shit you don't need. People do not need Jordans. Look, there are people in Africa without no fucking shoes. Hear, hear me out here, okay? I agree. I agree with you there. But what I'm saying is if you go to work and you work your ass off and you get a paycheck, mm-hmm. you have the right to do whatever you want yes, with that you money. Yes, you do. But a lot of what we do is stupid but with it's, money. But it's your right. And it's all it is is fucking paper. But it's your right. And it rules our fucking world. But it's your right. That's in the, that's in the Constitution. But see, I, I think I don't think like that. I know too much going on in the world. I do for too. For me to think like I that. I do too, but it's my money. So when I see somebody, and I don't need somebody to tell I me how to spend it. A huge line of people waiting for fucking Jordans. I'm thinking of you know you could have spent that money to help pe- feed um, our children on on our streets, our vets who have nothing. Go pay medical bills for AI Dupont. Hold on, back up. But see, that's how I think. That's, so that's fine. That's where we differ. That's fine, but. Those people who are spending two hundred dollars on Jordans need to make sure that everything their credit cards are paid for, their cell phone bills are paid for, their electric bills are paid for, their kids have food on the table, they have food on the table, Most their of car those insurance do is not paid. Have that, that's though. fine. See, but that's where I think that's where those people need to worry about not worrying about uh, other people in uh, other countries. They need to worry about themselves and their families before they worry about other people in the country. That's fine. You're thinking of too broad of a scope. No, I think. I'm not. I it's, think it's, so. I'm a realist because everything starts with you. I'm a realist. Everything starts no, with you. I'm a realist. That's that's the thing. I see things so clearly that people don't fucking see. That's what it is. So you might think it's broad, but it's not. I think it is. No, it's not. Because everything starts with you, but nobody can tell you how to spend your money. Nobody can tell you what to do with your, yeah. your, your stuff. Nobody can, but I think it's stupid for people to spend you so much money. You think it's stupid. Exactly. You think it's stupid. That's what I'm saying, Michael. I know, but that's not. that doesn't mean that that's necessarily the right way that everybody should be I thinking. I think it is. Look, I get up every day and I go to work, right? And I bust my ass and I make my money. Nobody should tell me how to spend my money. I if, just I, if I want to waste it, I have the right to waste it. If I want to... Burn it? I have the right to burn burn it. That's my money. I worked for it. Now, having said that, yes, there is people who do need to help uh, other people. Like I was saying earlier, I give, I probably give almost $1,000 a year to March Mar- 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 of Dimes. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you 90% of the population out there don't even give a dollar to charity. That's what I'm saying. But... I'm, this is... Okay, this is, uh, this is simple. But it only... It starts it with you. But it I'm starts gonna, with I'm you. I'm going to put it simple to you. Okay. We have become so consumed by labels and shit that we don't need. That, yep. Okay. And that's what's happening. So this generation growing up mm-hmm. is like, oh, I need these. I need these. I need these. We're, we're losing it. There's no pe- people helping other people out anymore. But spending money, don't, helping people yeah. don't mean spending m- money. You I'm can go and do other things. Yes. You can do other things. You can do other things. But I'm saying for you to spend two hundred dollars on a pair of fucking Jordans. Why do you keep going back to Jordans? Because Who it's cares? Fucking annoying but it's your made money. In a sweatshop. But it's your money. Because I think too realistic. That's but it, the problem. But it's so your I'm money. Done. Play another speech. But I'm it's done. your money. No, no. Hear I me out. I don't care. But it's That's your money. That's my thing is. We you don't right, need this. Well, you don't need it, but you have the right to spend your money on whatever you want. That's in the Constitution. That's in our rights. I know that. But we I'm have the too right much to of a realist, and I think it could go towards other fucking shit that would actually help this world. Stop the destruction you're, of our planet. You're wearing a red planet. nose day shirt. Have you ever uh, given a dollar to a red nose no, day shirt? No, I don't give to children. I don't do you that. You don't give to charity? I give to 
uh, animal charities. Okay. I give to other charities that I, I don't do these fucking things because they're going to make more money because they have a fucking TV That's show. All, all I'm saying is, uh, and this is the last thing I'll say, is you make your money, I make my money, we all have the right to spend our money however we want. I can't criticize somebody for spending $200 on George. Now, if I find out they're getting evicted, then I have a right to say something. But it's your money. You can do with it whatever you want. That's your mon- money. Your money. I just don't see it that way. I see what you're saying, but my thing is I'm too much of a realist and I see what's going on around the fucking planet and people are so consumed by all this other bullshit that they don't see that we're running out of trees. Without trees, we don't have fucking oxygen. But, okay. That's how I think. I'm a realist. That's fine, but are you planting trees? When was yeah. the last time you planted a tree? L- this year. For this year? F- yeah. How, how many did you plant? Two. Two? Yeah. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I know that my kids alone planted 200 trees That's this good. Year. 200. Yeah, that's awesome. They're also in school and stuff like that. That's true. But and that's I, awesome. That's what I'm saying. But they probably wouldn't plant those things if they weren't in school. That's what I'm saying. There's a disconnect. I, look, I agree with you there, but when it comes to mon- money, it's your money. You can do whatever, whatever you want. If you want to go outside and burn bullshit. your money. I don't, I don't think you should fucking, no. There's other shit that you could fucking invest in to help save this fucking planet, to fucking fund um, people going through chemo fucking therapy that can't afford it, vets on the fucking street. Like, there's just too much going on. I agree, but I think I think ultimately every... Now, okay, so let, let me just do it like, like this. You're giving your, your, your paycheck. You have the right to do with it whatever you want. If you want to give it to veterans benefits, if you want to do this, you want to do that, that's fine. You have that right. You have that right to do do that. But you don't have, you shouldn't be held like you have to do that. To me, that's the problem. But you can do that. You can give your 100% of your paycheck away if you want. But it's your money. You can choose to do with it whatever you want. That's my thing. If, 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 if XYZ want to go out and spend $200 on Jordan's, that's fine. But when they're losing their car and they're crying, don't come crying to me. You spent $200 on Jordan's, but you lost your car. Mm-hmm. But you have that right to spend that money on whatever you want. See, I work in retail, so I, I, <laughs> I see some shit. So do I. I see it every day. I deliver to a thousand houses a day. Good. I see people lose their cars. I see people walk outside to, to cars that have boots on them. I see people walk outside to no cars. I see, I'm handing people their eviction bills. I see it. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing their $200 joints. And yeah. I say, why didn't you spend that money on this? But it's not my right to do that because that's their life. I that's just, their I'm right. I'm too much of a realist. I see everything going else around, and that needs to be fixed because without a fucking planet. But it never planet, will be fixed because without a fucking planet, there's none of us. Look, I agree. I am all for it. So let's just end it right there. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's your money. You're the right to do whatever, whatever you want. I can't tell you what to do with your money. I just think it's fucking just stupid. like you can't tell me what to do with my money. We can't tell each other what to do with our money. What you feel is necessary to you might not necessarily be necessary to me, but what I think is necessary to me might not be necessary to you. It's individually based. All we need is food, water, and shelter. We do, but we don't have have that. Just like you said, in this room, there's probably twelve thousand yeah. dollars or more worth of shit. Dude, did I need it? No, but I bought it. But it's my money, mm-hmm. and nobody can come in here and say I don't need it because it's my money. I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah, I worked for it. Mm-hmm. I earned it. It came off the sweat of my back. Yes, I shouldn't be held. A, I shouldn't be held with a gun over my head saying I need to give it to this. I shouldn't be done that. Or if I spend my money, I shouldn't be told I'm wrong for spending not, my money. Okay, off of that. this is where we're getting a disconnect here. I'm not saying tell you gun uh, to your head, go fucking donate. I'm saying people aren't willing to fucking put it out there to go and help people. No. 
They're not. Exactly. And they never have and they never That's will be. Oh, my God. Yes, they were. No, they weren't. They, they never were have been, never history. will be. And you tell right me a point now, in history. You tell right me a point now, in history. Back where, in the 70s. Where, where everybody was united? Yes. No, everybody was not united in All the right. 70s. I'm not going to get into that. Everybody this. was not united in the 70s. There's a lot of shit that happened in the 70s that united people. What? I'm not... We're done with this no. because we're, it's going to be what? a fight. Tell so me no, what. Tell I'm me done. What? I'm about to leave, honestly. Uh, uh, why? Because. Because we can't have a discussion? No, because you're bullying me. <laughs> I'm not so bullying yeah, you. Yeah, you are. I'm just saying. It's, it's, it's just real. All right, play the next speech. All right, done. I got to go to the bathroom, so we're going to do that. All right, after that. Um, yeah. You ready for uh, the next one? This is yes. yours. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. I fucking love him. Patch Adams, which is, yes. uh, if you've never seen this movie, you need to watch this movie. It's actually one of, it's probably... In the top fifty movies, yeah. maybe seventy-five movies it's of all time. So it's awful. it's good. It's a re- it's a really Robin good. Robin Williams is up there with a lot of movies. Like <laughs> and yeah, this was really good, and, and I liked it when it came out. It came out in '98. It says. So, yeah. Uh, it's it's a good movie. So let's check out the clip. I haven't heard this clip since I've seen the movie probably in '98. <laughs> now you ask me if I've been practicing medicine. Well, if this means opening your door to those in need, those in pain. Caring for them, listening to them, applying a cold cloth until a fever breaks. If this is practicing medicine, if this is treating a patient, then I am guilty as charged, sir. Did you consider the ramifications of your actions? What if one of your patients had died? What's wrong with death, sir? What are we so mortally afraid of? Why can't we treat death with a certain amount of humanity and dignity and decency and, God forbid, maybe even humor? Death is not the enemy, gentlemen. If we're going to fight a disease, let's fight one of the most terrible diseases of all, indifference. Now I've sat in your schools and heard people lecture on transference and professional distance. Transference is inevitable, sir. Every human being has an impact on another. Why don't we want that in a patient-doctor relationship? That's why I've listened to your teachings and I believe they're wrong. A doctor's mission should be not just to prevent death, but also to improve the quality of life. That's why you treat a disease, you win, you lose. You treat a person, I guarantee you, you win, no matter what the other Right there, it's just, because the way that he says about indifference. It's good. And yeah. one thing about Robin Williams, I, I always like the way that he carries himself. Exactly. Like, he, he sells himself in the emotion. So when you watch that, you actually feel that emotion. Yeah. And, you know, as somebody like our father, mm-hmm. or he was dealt with medical pro- I've dealt with stomach issues for the past yeah. four years. Yeah, you don't want just a life and death situation. Yeah. You want something that's going to give you a better quality of life. Yes. And... Uh, in today's medical advances, like doctors just don't care anymore. Everybody, uh, it, doctors <laughs> today want to just mask the pain. Yeah, that's what that's it's. It. A, it's a it's a pharmaceutical. What's that pharmaceutical. word? Pharmaceutical world. Yes. and they just want to like say, here's a prescription. Go spend your copay on this. Exactly, and, and that's what they want. And they want you not to be healed, but they want you to keep coming back. Exactly, and that's to like, me. Like that's why they say they have cures for all this other shit in America. Like we don't ha- we don't have any access to that shit. No, I, and like uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, he didn't listen to the doctors. Yeah. He went and did his own research, and he lived longer than he expected to. You know, I still haven't seen that. Irene's seen it. And she tells me I need to watch it all. Jared the time. Jared Leto was amazing. I heard that, and yeah. I heard both. I heard McConaughey mm-hmm. was great too. And you I heard need they, to watch it. I should, and I was going to, but the day she watched it, I wasn't home, or I don't remember how it went down. But she did enjoy it, so I need to watch it because yeah. I've, I've heard it so many people say how good it was. Yeah. I mean, and now that finally people are starting to embrace, like, the whole hemp thing, mm-hmm. like, you know, the oils and stuff, like, that Cannabis does oils. help. Cannabis yeah. oils and stuff are huge right now. Like, yes. A lot of people, I was doing, I was uh, listening to a podcast a while back, and the guy was like, I was getting chest pain. 
just chest, just chest pain. Didn't know what it was. Put cannabis oil on it, rub it in. Twenty minutes later, I feel a hundred percent better. Yeah. You know, my knee hurts. Rub some cannabis oil mm-hmm. on it. My, my knee feels good. Yeah. Not you don't have to smoke it. You're not getting high. Yeah. It's just the oil. It's to concentrate, and then you put it on there, and boom. And I've heard a lot of people talk about oil of oregano. It, it, it is yeah. an, another one that is and coconut oil. And coconut oil. I I heard. Um, I know a guy whose son had a really bad like chest infection. Uh, tree tea oil. Yeah, tree tea yeah. oil is another one. I, uh, this guy, his son had a really bad like chest infection, like upper respiratory infection. Mm-hmm. Put some oil of oregano on it. The next day, the kid was a hundred percent better. Yeah. There's a lot of things out there that are leading to these. We don't have to necessarily take hydrocodines, Percocets, yes. all these different medicines exactly. for it when we don't need it. What we need is something that's going to help us. Yes. You know? Not just mask whatever we yeah. have. Yeah, not just take the pain away for now, but it'll be back tomorrow. Like, yeah. that's what I've been dealing with in my stomach. The pain is constantly there. I want somebody to tell me how to fix it. Yes. And I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. But until I get somebody to tell me how to fix it, I don't want to just be living like upon Like our father. Pills. It took almost seven months to find out that he fucking needed heart surgery. At least, yeah. Like, it shouldn't have took that fucking long. Well, they have to, like, you know, go through their progressions. But I agree. Like, it shouldn't take that long. We should we should be able to identify the problem a lot faster yes. than, what, than what we do. Because it seems like now, do- and also doctors today are so afraid of, like, malpractice mm-hmm. suits. So they're afraid to do things right off the bat. Yes. So they say, take this step one. And if that doesn't work, we'll take two, three, and four. Yeah. You know, and they they do that. And I don't think that's right. I think, I think if you know something that's going to f- help somebody... You need to you need to do it. Yeah, help them, help mm-hmm. them. Back, exactly. Back in like the sixties and seventies, I think doctors were more when they came to your house was more on, in the in the on the point of what really was going on. Yeah. I, I think that time was a little bit better for those things. Could be do wrong. Do people do do doctors know. do like home visits now? Yeah. Uh, well, you got nurses coming doing home visits for dad. So uh, those type of things, I don't think. Doc, I mean, like, I guess like there can are. You call a doctor and be like, "Hey, you know, my son's sick. Can, can you stop by?" There probably <laughs> are some, like family doctors. I, yeah, I think they're few and far, far between. I don't think there's as many. If anybody out there has any, I would like to like, know. Like, do people still have milkmen? Uh, I think there are milkmen, <laughs> but I think it's like in rural play places and stuff like that, okay, gotcha. and like places that are weird. But I think there are still milkmen because yeah. there's still newspaper guys. Yeah, and they're still. I don't know. I mean, technically, like, milkmen come, like, vendors. So there are milkmen, but are there ones that still deliver, like, House. milk to houses? I would imagine so. But have you ever actually, like, sat down and talked to somebody who had milk delivered in, like, th- they didn't even have refrigerators. They had ice chest. Yeah. Like, I was talking to Irene's dad a while. He was born in, like, I don't know, 32 or something. He was born a long time Damn. ago. Yeah, he's, like, 76, right? However old that is. Um, however, whatever year yeah. that was. I can't remember. But he was telling me when he was a kid, dad, like, uh, a metal box. It was their ice chest. Yeah. And then the ice guy would come in and deliver the ice. And then the milkman would come in and deliver the milk. And that was like every day. Yeah. And it was that's so. That's cool. I, you know, I, I kind of wish I would have at least been able to see that once. Yeah. I would love to have seen that. I wonder if you can like, if they have like, like vacations where you can do like an old, like fashion. Maybe. <laughs> if not, that <laughs> like might be a Like a Pleasantville thing. type thing. I would love to go to Pleasantville <laughs> and hang out. Paul Walker. Toby yeah. McGuire. Yeah. <laughs> I, that movie's actually really I good. I love that movie. I did too. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon yep. was in that. Yeah. Love that fucking movie. Uh, Paul Walker was really young. And Toby, was that before or after Spider Man? I think it might have been in I the middle. I think it was like in the all. middle. Like yeah, before, between one like and that. two or something. Betwixt. Betwixt. <laughs> um, I don't know. I wonder if there is anything like that. I would like to do something like that. Yeah. I would love to That'd do That'd be cool. Like go to like a Western thing and like experience. That would be cool. Like all that and but then go to like a rural suburb like, you know, 60s. back in the. Yeah. And, and go to like have some real milkshakes and root beer floats yeah, and shit. Yeah. Like dress in your poodle skirt go and to stuff. The dino- <laughs> go to the diners. <laughs> Jeff Daniels was in uh, Pleasantville too. Oh, he was the. 
the, he was the, the diner owner. The diner owner. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I didn't even, it's been a while. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen that movie. It's I like that movie. Yeah, that movie's good. <laughs> and then the mom, I can't remember what her name was. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't remember, she but was she was good. awesome. She, she was, was good so pretty. And it had um it had a ton of people in it. Gary oh, Sinise now. No, 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 no. Um Gary who? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Gary. Because you know him. Maybe I don't know. I don't know who you're. Uh, you hold know. on, hold on, hold on. What year did I see? See what year it came out into? Because uh, what Spider-Man came out in what 2000, 2001, something like that. And the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So. Pleasantville came out in ninety eight. Ninety eight. So it was before Spider-Man then. Right? William H Macy. William that's H. what I'm Macy, thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was the husband. What year did Spider-Man come out? And the mom's name is uh, Joan Allen. Joan Allen. There you go. I'm curious on what year Spider-Man. And it had Don Knotts. Remember on the TV? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did, it did. Oh, that movie was so fucking awesome. It was good. I enjoyed that a lot. Well, now I'm curious on what year Spider-Man came out in. Because... I thought it was like in the middle of that. So did I. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, if that came out in 98... Spider-Man 2002. Was it the first one with Tobey Maguire? Yeah. So it was before Spider-Man. Yeah. For some reason, I do remember being between something. But I guess I'm wrong. Um, okay. I guess do another one of yours now. Okay. Which one you you do you want to? Which one do I have? You got Carl Sagan and Russell Brand. I love the Carl Sagan one. When you said Sagan, I know exactly. Do Carl Sagan. Pale Blue Dot. <laughs> have you have you ever read that book? No. It's a great I haven't book. Read that book. Great book. Read it. Pale Blue Dot. Um, I love Carl Sagan. Anyway. Yeah. I've gone back and watched a ton of his shit. <laughs> he was on. From this distant vantage point. Anyway, the Earth might not seem of any particular interest. But for us, it's different. Consider again that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of, every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering, thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines, Every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there on the mote of dust, suspended in a sunbeam. The Earth is a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena. Think of the rivers of blood spilled by all those generals and emperors so that in glory and triumph they could become the momentary masters of a fraction of a dot. Think of the endless cruelties visited by the inhabitants of one corner of this pixel on the scarcely distinguishable inhabitants of some other corner. How frequent their misunderstandings. How eager they are to kill one another. How fervent their hatreds. Our posturings, our imagined self-importance, the delusion that we have some privileged position in the universe are challenged by this point of pale light. 
our planet is a lonely speck in the great enveloping cosmic dark. In our obscurity, in all this vastness, there is no hint that help will come from elsewhere to save us from ourselves. The Earth is the only world known so far to harbor life. There is nowhere else, at least in the near future, to which our species could migrate. Visit? Yes. Settle? Not yet. Like it or not, for the moment, the Earth is where we make our stand. It has been said that astronomy is a humbling and character-building experience. There is perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human conceits than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish the pale blue dot, the only home we've ever known. Great, and if I read Pale Blue Dot probably um, five or six years ago, I guess, because I was in this big Carl Sagan yeah. thing for a little while. And if you never read Pale Blue Dot, go home yeah, and read it. It's, I'm gonna read it. It's really good. Um, it really makes you put into perspective how small we are mm-hmm. versus the ex- uh, case in point. I, like yeah, you said, we're a, the Earth is a speck. We're a, a pixel. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a thing I watched. It's been on. Um, uh, oddities in space, or so it's been on History Channel. I, don't know. I can't remember exactly what it is. It's like uh, unexplained. F- it's some weird. Okay. But anyway, Carl Sagan was on there, and he was talking about Pale Blue Dot again, and it reminded me of when I read Pale Blue Dot. So it's funny you put this because <laughs> I've heard this, but I I've always been a big Carl Sagan. Yeah. Fan. He wore turtlenecks like nobody's <laughs> fucking business. Um, Into the Cosmos is one of the greatest yeah. shows ever done. Um, but when I read Pale Blue Dot, I was really amazed on how. We think everything around us is so big, mm-hmm. but we're really only, we're really so small. We're like ants. We are. We're a pixel. Yeah. And there was this, he, he was on there and he was talking, he was on some show and he was talking about the dot and how it's a pixel and how we're so small compared to what the multi, there, there's so much else out there besides us that we're yes. just a fragment of what's really in existence. Mm-hmm. And, it was, and it, I love that. I love the way that he talks. Yes. I can listen to him talk all day long. And I love how he makes things feel like. You know, we have a tendency to think that things are going to last forever. But it, once we realize that nothing lasts forever, we're mm-hmm. free. Yeah. Because you don't have to worry yeah. about so much. And um, that's the problem. We worry. It is. We're, we're constantly worriers. Everybody mm-hmm. in this world is constantly worries. Like ever since 9 11, we're like looking up. Like we're looking plane. up. We're worried about a plane. We're worried about our paychecks. We're yeah. worrying about, you know, um, I don't know, food. Worrying about vacations. Worrying about cars. Worrying about. Just whatever yeah. just shit um, stupid shit Carl Sagan to me is one of the greatest speakers of all time and he's one of the greatest um, uh, <laughs> I want to play that but I don't know if I should uh, I've always wanted to play that <laughs> it's a Carl Sagan clip you ever, if you want to check it out check it out it's Carl Sagan on religion it's actually really interesting um, but I'm not going to play it now because we're already getting it like two hours yeah. so um, alright next up We'll do, uh, let's see, you did you did Pale Blue Dot, so we'll take that off of there so you don't do that. Um, I got two, so I'll do one of mine, you do yours, and then we'll finish on mine. Sound okay. good? Um, okay, this is 
John F. Kennedy. I have to play You're another Kennedy. You're obsessed with the Kennedys. I am. You're like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yeah, she banged <laughs> all of them. Look, um, as much as I really love Bobby Kennedy, I, his speeches are great. I think Bobby Kennedy would have been a better president than JFK. Not that JFK would have been a bad president. I think he would have been a great president. Or it was a great yeah, president. But for I, a short time. For a short time. But um, this is a speech to me that I played for my kids multiple times. And I think it's just really, really good shit. And every time I listen to it, I, I, I just can't help but not be impressed. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised we didn't pick anything on Morgan. As both sides yeah. seek to invoke the wonders of science instead of its terrors. Together, let us explore the stars conquer the deserts, eradicate disease, tap the ocean depth, and encourage the arts and commerce. Let both sides unite to heed in all corners of the earth the command of Isaiah to undo the heavy burdens and let the oppressed go free. And if a beachhead of cooperation may push back the jungle of suspicion. Let both sides join in creating a new endeavor. Not a new balance of power, but a new world of law where the strong are just and the weak secure and the peace preserved. All this will not be finished in the first 100 days. Nor will it be finished in the first 1,000 days, nor in the life of this administration, nor even perhaps in our lifetime on this planet. But let us begin. In your hands, my fellow citizens, more than mine, will rest the final success or failure of our course. Since this country was founded, each generation of Americans has been summoned to give testimony to its national loyalty. The graves of young Americans who answered the call to service surround the globe. Now the trumpet summons us again not as a call to bear arms, though arms we need. Not as a call to battle, though in battle we are. But a call to bear the burden of a long twilight struggle, year in and year out, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, a struggle against the common enemies of man, tyranny, poverty, disease, and war itself. Can we forge against these enemies a grand and global alliance, north and south, east and west, that can assure a more fruitful life for all mankind? Will you join in that historic effort? In the long history of the world, only a few generations have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. I do not shrink from this responsibility. I welcome it.
not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. <laughs> my fellow yeah. citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. Finally, whether you are citizens of America or citizens of the world, ask of us here the same high standard of strength and sacrifice which we ask of you. With a good conscience, our only sure reward, with history the final judge of our deeds, let us go forth to lead the land we love, asking his blessing and his help, but knowing that here on earth, God's work must truly be our own. This national feeling is good, but it won't count for much, and it won't last, unless it's grounded in thoughtfulness and knowledge. And informed patriotism is what we want. And are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents in the long history of the world? Those of us who are over 35 or so years it's a good one. So you can tell from my speeches and stuff, like, what me and you both think is equality and uniting everybody. Oh, definitely. And love. Love. Love, to me, is, is the big thing of it all. I really yeah. think that's really, like... I feel like we all just need to get our priorities in check. Yeah, and just start caring about each other a little bit more. Yeah. That's it. Instead just start caring about each other. Instead of hating each other yeah. for stupid shit. Yeah, I, I, I agree Like, we you. just kind of had a little thing, but it was an opinion. Yeah, and people are allowed to have this. Yeah, things. that's what I'm saying. We live in a world people where... People are allowed to have this, this agreements. Exactly. And if, you can't, if you can't have a conversation with somebody and then walk away from it and not be mad... Yeah. Then you got something wrong with it. Exactly. Because honestly, that's stupid. Yeah. we got two more to play. Okay. We're going to save Russell Brand for last because I think he's the most relevant. Yes. All right. Okay. So we're going to play my other one, which kind of is, is a weird one. Uh, I'm sure you've heard this, but I'm just going to play it because I, I found it really cool. So is it Rocky? It, it's only, no, it's only two <laughs> minutes. But <laughs> it, it's only two minutes. When you said Martin Luther King, like there's a uh, there's quote a great that I love, and it says, "In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends." Yep. and that's 
That's, that's a great. one of my favorite quotes from yep. him. And I, I can't believe I didn't, I didn't, because I actually, I've listened to a lot of his speeches and a lot of And really like good. a lot of like the, I have a dream. It was great, but he has other speeches that. That were are way better. Up, yeah. Or more inspirational. You know what? We'll revisit his speeches one day again. Yeah. Too, because there's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, we're just barely hitting yeah, the surface Yeah. I mean, we, we haven't even touched on Reagan or Theodore Roosevelt or. Well, hell, even George <laughs> Bush Sr. <laughs> at the time made yeah. some great speeches. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. Um, but I'm going to play this one and then we'll finish off on Russell Brand because I think Russell Brand is most relevant to today. Yes, I love Russell Brand. So here is uh, this one. That I look, I, I heard this a couple years ago and I thought it was really great and I think it's great for Memorial Day. So let's uh, Our brought forth check it out here. Let me start it over. Is it like all the presidents? It's a lot of them. The ones oh, that are still alive, okay. but also celebrities. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> Our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war. Testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield him. of that war. We've come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place. For those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. T-Swizzle. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate. <laughs> we cannot consecrate. We cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it. Far above our poor power Usha. to add or detract. The world is will little know what we say here. <laughs> the fuck cares can never was. forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great say path I look like her. remaining mm -hmm. before us. Yeah. That from these honored dead, Kevin Spacey we take there. increased devotion to that I cause for Kevin. which they gave the last full measure of devotion. That we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain. That this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom. And that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Well, it's fucking perishing. Uh, I agree. I, look, <laughs> I, just, I just heard that and I thought it was cool a long time ago. I mean, we I need to neat. fucking overtake the government or something. Well... <laughs> Like I posted a picture the other day. Like everyone's corrupt in those. Like, like I, I posted a picture that who's gonna water the trees in the rain when if we don't yeah. have government? Yeah. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like seriously. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I'm gonna be Washington D.C. soon. I mean, I love all the history and stuff. I love so. the history. I I'm gonna go to Ford Theater. Are you? Yeah. I got Take tickets. pictures of that. That'd yeah, be cool. I'm excited. That'd be neat. I've so never. Then we're actually gonna go to. Um, we're gonna go off the grid. I found some haunted houses and stuff. Did you? Yeah, for tours and stuff. You so should take the K2 and so show with you. Yes. Take awesome. the K2 and yes. see if you can pick up anything. So it's going to be fun. And so they're only like $5. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, they're not bad. You should go in the Holocaust Museum with the K2. I wanted to, but I didn't want to be depressed. <laughs> Have you ever been there? Yes. It's good. It's, it's good, but it, it makes you, it, it overwhelms you. And I but I think that's the point. Though. I know, but you know, all right. Maybe you don't need it because you've seen it, but there's uh, people out there who need yeah, to see it. Yeah, it's awesome. Kind of like if and you, you never have to buy tickets. You have to get tickets online because people wait out front forever to try I to was, get into this. I was like 12 when I saw the Holocaust Museum for the first time, and it shook me. Mm -hmm. It shook me to my core. Yeah. It's very scary mm -hmm. and interesting. It's it's definitely yeah. something to, to check out. Um, Okay, so here's, uh, to finish it out, our last speech of the night, Russell Brand. And I've never heard this speech. It's kind of a mix. But 
I like it's, Russell it's Brand. It's good though. It's good though. Russell Brand is is an enlightened person. Well, he's enlightened and, and he's more he's he's current. Pe- and people don't see him and they're like, "Oh, he's just an actor." He isn't acted because he's on this movement to unite people. I agree. So, here's his speech. It's about 5 minutes long. So, check it out. Check it out. Check 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 it out. There's one play. Hit play. Come on. I think this is an interesting time. I think that people are interested once more in formulating a different society. I think people are are kind of bored of being exploited. They're bored of a cultural narrative that supports elitism and exploits the people. The planet is being destroyed. We are creating an underclass, we are exploiting poor people all over the world, and the genuine legitimate problems of the people are not being addressed. Suppose what's happened is, this is what I believe in, mate, is that certain cultural narratives are promoted that are beneficial only to elites. These cultural narratives are not true. I think of uh, contemporary bipartisan politics as a meaningless spectacle designed to distract you from where power truthfully dwells. Politics just needs to be the administration of certain spiritual principles. For me, the spiritual principles are important is that we are all one, we're all together, and every individual's rights need to be respected. I think that we need to see the uh, see politics as the implementation of spiritual principles of oneness, togetherness, tolerance of one another, and making sure that people are taken care of. This is what I think. I think we need a spiritual revolution more than a political one. I believe profoundly in, in the power of humanity. I believe that we're connected. I think there's an inevitability to us because, uh, to a successful revolution. I think this is a change in consciousness that we're experiencing. I feel that we will survive. I think there's going to be radical changes. I think that we need to be looking at the world as one. We're very worried for your new, new world order thing, but I think we need to look at the world as one inclusive entity. We need to look at what, how many people there are on the planet. We need to look at the resources that are available and what's the most sensible thing to do with that. I think that's going to be a massive change for the power structures as they currently exist. that this is a temporary illusion that, uh, that we are temporarily occupy these flesh puppets. We believe, believe so much in our identities. We believe in our individualism. And I talk as a very sort of egotistical man. Look at my hair, look at these bracelets, look at these ridiculous boots. I'm a person who believes in the nature of my own individualism and my own identity. But on a deeper level, I recognize that all these things are transient. And what's important and what's defining are the things that we all share, love, unity, and togetherness. As long as we have cultural narratives that eschew these ideas, that suppress these ideas in favor of uh, negative human traits, greed, selfishness, lust, as long as these ideas are promoted, we will 
exist in opposition to one another and will be exploitable by corporations that prey upon these negative facets of humanity. There's going to be a revolution. It's totally going to happen. I said, not, not only I ain't got a flicker of doubt, this is the end. This is time to wake up. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Russell Brand got his fucking finger on the pulse yes. of the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's if there's somebody out there, you guys are looking to get information about, check out Russell Brand. Yes. I, I was amazed by the way. If you go way. to his YouTube channel, like he he's amazing. And he's always posting stuff. Yes. He's constantly, he, he uploads a lot of stuff. And I think right now he's probably one of the strongest advocates we have yes. as far as unity. Yes. Trying to unite He is going everywhere and, you know... Helping people, and, and you can't say he's together. wrong. He's you not. can't say he's wrong. Yeah. Everything you watch, you're like, I agree. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. I, I I love him right now. I yes. think I I've been in love with Russell Brand since, like, oh my god, I just can't even. I've loved him forever, but when he started to do all this, it was like, see, I didn't care for him until he started to do this, and then I was like, okay, I see what well, he's doing here. The reason why, if you actually go back and watch like old interviews, mm-hmm. he is that's his his ideology is still there. Yeah. So that's why I lo- I've loved him for a long time. <laughs> I, I think I think I think definitely he's he's somebody of of youth that has their finger on the pulse that really understands what's going on. And I think if if you're going to follow somebody or you want to get your feet wet into the world that you know how he sees it or how other people see it, I think yeah. start with him. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think you're on that same boat or whatever as him, then you move on from him. But I th- I honestly think he's. One of the people out there that I can honestly say I I, I agree with almost one hundred percent. Yes, he's he's an amazing speaker. I mean, well, he he's, talks he's, really he's, fast, but if is. you listen to sometimes it, you gotta listen to his shit twice yeah, to understand it. But he is definitely very enlightened. Yeah, or and he pays attention. Yeah, that's enlightened. Yeah. I'm getting our voicemail. Oh yeah, that's right. We have a voicemail. Is it from Bryce? Uh, I think so. Bryce. I forget how to spell that email address. Bryce. Bryce, do you know you have rice in your name? <laughs> does he? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. It just sounds like in it. In a weird way, I guess he does. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got it. Uh, it's been like, I hate. But I, I like how all of our speeches together, uh, the main focus is love. Yeah. And, you, and equality and, and just stomping hate out of out of everyone's mind that's what it all no blows. labels yeah it's that's it's hate and hate and love and i think those are the things that everybody has to st- sit back and look at yeah and it's cool how these older speeches especially like the charlie chapman one is so relevant to today yeah you know it's just it's amazing and i like how he's talking about machine men and that's basically what we are we are we are pawns we are. <laughs> we're chess pieces. Yep. Honestly, we're, che- we're che- chess pieces. All right, you ready for We got one voicemail we're going to play, and then we're going to get out of here. Yes. Ready? Yes. I want to help if I turn turned it up, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, wouldn't it? <laughs> so let me, let me do that again. All right. 
So I've been behind on episodes because this new fucking weird-ass work schedule got me on. And I'm trying to catch up. So I had to stop the episode where I was at and call to say that, uh, yes, I am planning on coming up there, but no, Mike, if we go to the woods, I'm the bush, you're the bitch. That's just how I roll. I'm sorry about it. Wow. Um, I might make the count noises, though, if that's what you want when I'm, you know, skinny dipping in your pool, whatever you want. What up? Anyway, guys, uh, I'm just uh, trying to play catch up. Uh, Keep it up. Uh, you'll probably hear from me again between now and the next episode that you're recording. Anywho, um, all I know is, uh, get some lot free rate, buddy, because I gotta have some of that beer. Um, anyway, maximum effort. Peace out, precious crap. Brace you rock. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brace, you're fucking awesome. I'm gonna be in, in Tennessee, which is only like an hour from where he lives, and I hope, um, I'm able to... Bryce is playing again! It's a ghost! Seriously. <laughs> He um, actually sounds sober. Yeah. <laughs> the last one was like, what? He's had him on some whacked out work schedules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope I, I hope when I'm in Tennessee in a couple weeks or in like a week and a half, I hope I'm able to meet him because uh, I really want to. But I'm not going to have a car, so he's going to have to like drive to me because the way. They always have Uber, and it's cheap. They do have Uber, don't they? So, cheap. yeah, we'll have to figure it out. But I, I really want to get up with Bryce. And I hope he does come here. I've told him. I was like, dude, all I got to do is get, get yeah. here. Once you get here, I got the rest, you know? Yeah. Um. And he could go skiing dipping in my pool if he wanted to. I, look, I don't care. You do what you want, man. <laughs> when I'm asleep, you can do whatever the fuck you want in my pool. Um, there's chlorine in it, so if you jerk off in it, it doesn't matter. Because um, it's just going to get yeah, killed like anyway. Yeah, like the blue stuff? I do. I do, Bryce. If you pee in my pool, I will see. I will see. Like, uh, what was that movie with Adam Sandler where uh, they did that? Grown Ups. Grown Ups. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, that was uh, it was an interesting show for sure. Yeah, I, I like really this that. show. It's, I like it, speeches. It gets things out, people's opinions, and definitely you see and how we differ in our mindset. And, and you know, everybody from one person to the next has some sort of difference one way or the other. So yeah. it's it's healthy to talk. It's healthy to get out and talk about these things. Mm-hmm. So and you know, it's it's nice being able to express an opinion and then move move on from it. You know, yeah. um, those are good things. Uh, next week, we're going to do Tucker and Dale yes. commentary, so we're not going to do any studying. We're just going to show up, watch the movie, put a microphone drunk. in front of us, drink. And yeah, we're going to have Irene make orange crushes. I don't have to work the next day, because so, I'll be uh, I'll be leaving the next, the next yeah. day, so that'll be interesting. I don't work till night, so. So there you go. <laughs> so that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll watch Tucker we'll and Dale. And then Tucker. we got to watch Keanu. We do. Uh, uh, I heard people have already seen it. It says it's great. Yeah. Did you see? It got like 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. not. It's it's like they said it's the breakout comedy of fucking summer. Let me see if it's on my app. <laughs> just out of curiosity. Um, and it has Will uh, Forte, which Will is Forte. in uh, Last Man on Earth, which is so awesome. I love that fucking show. Do you but watch that show? Still? I I used I haven't. Oh, I, they added Jason Sudeikis, and it's did so they really? Awesome. I I think he's fucking hilarious. He is. I was watching Horrible how, Bosses. How last do you spell Keanu? E A N U. No, there's like E at the end. Nope, I got it right. It got what 77%. It? What is it? How do you spell it? Key E. Oh. Key. <laughs> key, key and peel. <laughs> how do you spell it? Key and peel. Hey, that's kind of like a Keanu. <laughs> uh, K-E-A-N-U. And you. Yeah. It's on there. Yep. Boom. Yeah. So there's Keanu. And it got like almost seven on IMDb and 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. Oh, and we need to watch the Adam Sandler movie that came out on the 27th. I did see that on on Netflix the other night when I went on there. So uh, it's called Cat Boys. What's called Cat Boys? Cat Boys slash Keanu. I don't know. Is he riffraff? 
I don't know, but I might watch that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> or no, I'm gonna wait till we commentary. Yeah. We'll do. You know, we'll do. We'll do. Um, we'll do. Should we do? We gotta do Tucker and Dale. We already said that. Yeah. And then maybe we'll do a topic, and then do Keanu the following week yeah. or something. Or and something. And hopefully, it won't have subtitles in Korean. Yeah, but who cares? I don't care about that. <laughs> that's, that don't bother me. <laughs> maybe we'll video it and put it on YouTube too. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we'll uh, get really drunk. Yeah, <laughs> let's spill our hate and then get the fuck out of here. We're at yeah. almost two and a half hours. Oh, shit. We haven't done that in a long time. So, save the planet. Save the world. Save pa- the world. Save our pale blue dot. Yes. Read, re- read that I'm book. I'm going to. I'm going to go home tonight and look it it's up. It's really good. Uh, you might be able to find an audiobook version on YouTube. Probably. Which I like the audiobook. That's how sometimes. I listened uh, to H.P. Lovecraft at first. I listened to um, no, Red Lone Survivor. Listen to the other one. Um the Chris Kyle one. What was the name of that movie? American Sniper. Oh, yeah, yeah, Listen yeah. to that. Um, the, the, I, I don't mind the audio book, especially with me because I'm working and I'm on my feet so I can just listen to it versus reading it physically. Yeah. I think it, it helps me, but I do like reading. Like I pulled out, uh, you saw the book yeah. of Sarah's Irene. I was like, the what do you have this book? The zombies. Because I felt like reading it. I haven't <laughs> read it since I got it. I want to read it. Um, leave it alone. Um, <laughs> and then I keep my Secrets and Spies book underneath my table upstairs. Yeah. That's the only book she will not touch. I'm like, don't touch it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, that's what we're gonna do. Keanu next week. Topic no. the following week, or not Keanu? Um, <laughs> Tucker and Dale next week. Topic Maybe the following week. Maybe we'll do week. Keanu on a different day. And, and just put it on YouTube. Let's do, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're we're gonna do a couple commentaries coming yes. up, but next week's definitely gonna be Tucker and Dale yes. because that's a movie we both enjoy that we're gonna have a lot of fun it's doing. Awesome. So, um, and I'm off during the day. Do you work next Monday? Yes, I work every Monday. Okay, well, I'm, you just come over whenever. I get I'm off done. at five thirty. I'll come whenever. Um, okay. <laughs> like so, I usually do. Yeah, there you go. So go, you want to leave our voicemail number again? Uh, yes. Uh, call us, please. 1-802-483-3682. I gotta That's 1-802, not 1-800 or 1-888. Yeah, you end up with like a sex chat. I, gotta, yeah. I, I definitely got to bring a wrench down here and tighten this up. Yeah. I'm tired of doing this. You notice this? Yeah. Well, I do all that all the time with this thing because it falls. Here, we got tight. So I got to like lean. I got to hunch. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so if you guys have any other speeches that you like, hit us up and we'll definitely let you know. Or yes. like, let us know that you like other speeches and we'll definitely check them out and let you know what we think about them. Scott Shipley, thank you for your uh, comments on the page all the time. The one yes. you just did the other day was awesome. I love seeing that stuff. Talk about Casper yes. the Friendly Ghost and stuff. I love, uh, I love the, what do you want to call it? Love, support, The whatever. conversation. Yeah. I, I, I love There's talking to There's a word that I'm thinking of, but it's it's eluding me. Being able to talk to people, especially people in other countries, to me is amazing. Um, so I definitely love that did stuff. You s- okay. Did you see what Scott did for his wife? With what? With the flowers? No. He has got to be the sweetest guy. Look, he doesn't miss <laughs> any. If there's somebody's birthday that comes up, he never misses yeah, it. Never Scott misses is an he amazing guy. He is an guy. awesome person. I definitely. Scott, Scott, your package is coming to you, by the other way, buddy. Um, I got actually got it all packaged up. I just got to get it to the... Get it paid um, yeah. because it's not cheap to ship stuff to Australia. So, <laughs> and I got a vacation I've been saving for. So, uh, but it will be too soon. I got your patches and stuff. He made that. I don't know, but read. You know, happy and re- oh shit! What'd you do? I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> you trying to creep? No. Uh, happy anniversary, Diane. Nineteen, der- nineteen years down and a million more to go. I love you. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, he, he, she, he Scott is an awesome yes, dude. Yes, he is so kind-hearted. He is, and uh, if t- this world needs more people like him, to yes. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, Scott, you rock. Um, Yingling's always good. Summer love. I love this beer. Summer loving. <laughs> if it had an end on it, I could understand, but it doesn't say summer. Summer loving. loving. Um, no. having said that, are we done? Yeah, we're done. We're done. 
Go check out xdexperience.com or YouTube that, Facebook Tom? page. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do Sunscreen. yet. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. There you go. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, check out our YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter, X, uh, Instagram. Yes, xdexperience.com. You can find everything. Go on iTunes. Leave us a review. That'd be awesome. We'll send you a fucking sticker. Yeah, just do it. And Everyone let us loves know you stickers. Did. Who doesn't love stickers? Stickers. Um, we got them at Stick Em Up. Yeah. Stick Em Up stickers. They're awesome. Uh, yes. That's it. I ain't got nothing else. You got anything else? Nope. That's it. So, uh, as Bryce would say, maximum effort. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Uh, keep it real, banana peel. Scott Shipley line. So, Scott, thank you for that. Um, I, I was trying to say that to somebody today, and I'm like, I couldn't figure out how to say it. Keep it real, banana peel. Yeah. That, that's a good say, line. I kept wanting to say, peel you later, banana peel, and that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> peel you later, banana peel. I uh, we're gonna go out with the song <laughs> "Sunscreen." You know, this was the year I, I the year I got done high school. So. Really? So should we play the other song that they always played high school? What is that? <laughs> what is that girl with the vitamin C? Isn't that the same song? No. The sunscreen song? No. Yeah, it is. Sunscreen and vitamin C are two different things. Uh, maybe I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> I just remember Buzz Lerman sang the sunscreen song. Baz Lerman, whatever his name. Yeah. All right. Here it is. This is like the song they played the year I graduated. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 99, okay, wear sunscreen. Maybe it was a different song. I don't remember. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be, would be it. it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable right, than my home, like own you Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Love y'all. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Oh, never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they fade it. But trust me, in 20 years, you look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind, the kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. The race is long. And in the end, it's only with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. 
Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much, or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. You never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future. Understand that friends come and go, but with a precious few, you should hold on. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise, politicians will philander, you too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. But you never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. Be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over the ugly parts, and recycling it for more than it's worth. But trust me, on the sunscreen. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 97, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they fade it. But trust me, in 20 years, you'll look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future or worry, but know that worrying as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life 
are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind. The kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. The race is long. And in the end, Tony with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your needs. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much. Or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Brother and sister, together we'll make it through. Someday a spirit will take you and guide you there. California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise. Politicians will philander. You too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. 
never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. Be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over the ugly parts, and recycling it for more than it's worth. But trust me, on the sunscreen. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 99, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Oh, never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they fade it. But trust me, in 20 years, you'll look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future, or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind, the kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. The race is long. And in the end, it's only with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed.
succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much. Or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. You never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future. Understand that friends come and go, but with a precious few, you should hold on. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise. Politicians will philander. You too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. You never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. Be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over the ugly parts, and recycling it for more than it's worth. But trust me, on the sunscreen.